3: I've also been
2: bald. Wow. Bam, we're live. are is, is that fake hair? Is that like uh, hair, hair, hair plants or something? Me? Right now? Yeah, no. You said you've also been bald.
3: Oh, no. I just shaved it. Oh.
4: Curly, yeah, wow. I am a nightmare walking, psychopath talking. Uh-uh, uh Careful, uh, yeah, careful. Uh,
3: uh,
5: uh, uh,
4: uh, uh, uh.
2: It's a theme song at my house now. Obviously knows the words and shit. Walks around singing "Colors." What do you mean? That's The name of the song "Colors." Yeah, "Colors." From uh, do you know that movie? No. With Pac Man. Oh, you got to see it. Sean Penn, Robert Duvall. Whoo! Back in the day, so good. Uh, it, they're a gang task force unit, and Robert Duvall, like, like is like uh, he's a cop, and he's kind of like friends with the gangs and shit. And like you know, he works the streets, and um, and and uh, Sean Penn's a new cop. And so he's, he comes in like all brazen and like trying to follow the rule of law to a T and it causes all sorts of conflict and it's good. It's good. I like it. how old is it? Shit, dude. 30 years old. Maybe now <laughs> so that's why I, haven't,
3: that's why I haven't seen
2: it. That's a great question. Um, colors movie. Let me see what year uh, 1988. Yeah. I mean, that was a year or three years before I was born, man. That'll be 40 years old in a couple of years. Wow.
5: And i am just
3: walking around singing songs from that. That's crazy. Mario Lopez was in that. I had no idea. Don Cheadle. Dude, he's going to be 20 trying to talk to people about this movie, and they're going to have no idea what he's talking about. Oh, yeah.
2: His things are uh, The A-Team, $6 million (laughs) million man, and uh, colors.
3: No one's going to have any. (laughs) Culturally,
2: just going to be so just
3: fucking behind the eight ball. Oh, my. Mr. Teasen. A-team, right? Mr. T. Yeah, yeah, Mr. T. No one's going to know who Mr. T is, but it's going to be his role
2: model. He wa- he wants me to invite Mr. T over to the house. He wants He's like, hey, do you have Mr. T's phone number? I'm like, no. He's like, could you get it? I'm like, I could try. And he's like, I want to have him over. I want to talk to him. And then he asked Alexa yesterday how old Mr. T is. He goes, oh, he's 71. He's getting up there.
3: We watched oh. the, uh, Equalizer 2 yesterday in Denzel Washington. You know how old he is? No, how old? Is- he looks like he's starting to get up there. I think he's sixty, but he doesn't uh, look sixty. Uh, I mean, he doesn't act sixty, but he's cool.
2: Um, I there was a guy at the skate track yesterday at the at the um skate uh, park on a BMX bike uh, skating around getting crazy. He goes, "Hey, how old are your boys?" What came right up to me, like right to my face, and I'm like uh, six and eight. And he goes, "Oh, I go, hey, how old are you?" Just to kind of fuck with him, and he goes sixty one. I mean, dude, he looked like he was thirty nine. I was like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "You have kids?" He goes, "Yeah." Was it rocky in their 30s. No, no. But Rodney looks young, too. He does. He acts young. Dresses young. I like him. Uh, did you see Scott Schweitzer? I didn't know Scott Schweitzer was older than me. Did you see this? He um, he said something about his birthday in here. What did he say? He said, what's up, Jordy? Oh, he said he graduated in 88 because I graduated in 90. Oh, so he's 53? I guess. He skipped a few grades. Someone said there's... You did?
3: I graduated in 90. What do you mean, skipped a few grades? Maybe he skipped a few grades, so he's uh, not fifty-three. No, dude, no one does that. Who do you know who skipped a grade? N- unless they're Asian, nobody. Exactly.
2: And Scott's not Asian. Good point. Oh, Sean Lenderman, yeah. does Sevon, does Laura know we think she's a total dime? You mean does Laura Horvat know we think she's hot as fuck? I
3: dude, I tried to comment on her post today. Trying to yeah. throw some shade at her or Tia or somebody. Trying to stir the pot a little bit. And Instagram won't let me comment on stuff. For how long? We've, we've removed this feature until I think it was tomorrow. But they're really screwing with me. Yeah, I, I wasn't allowed to
2: post yesterday for some reason.
3: It's because we've gotten assaulted, dude. We've gotten bullied off of Instagram. Yeah, it's crazy. They're coming. They're coming for us.
2: It says um, you can't post for 24 hours. Tell us if you think this is by accident. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I click the tell us button. I'm like, what have I done? Nothing happened.
3: Yeah. But it was annoying because all I wanted to say, all I said on that post was, did you read Laura's post this morning? No, but along the lines of people talking behind your back. And I go, this is a direct response to Tia competing at Rogue, isn't it? I just wanted to stir the pot because it's what it seemed like. I want. Oh, so it's cryptic.
5: It's cryptic.
3: Yeah, Laura. Laura is saying people are talking behind your back, and I'm assuming it's in light of Tia being announced at Rogue. Everyone's talking behind your back. You're the fucking
2: champ, and no one can get fucking a hold of you. You won't let us talk to your face. Right. I have two two things I want to say behind your back. One, you're hot as fuck. Uh, If I was 30 years, uh, I wonder if she dates short guys.
3: Well, if you were thirty years younger, you'd be what four years younger than she is right now. So you'd be shorter and younger than her at that point. Yeah, yeah. What could I do?
2: Uh, I and I was homeless then. Don't worry about those who talk behind your back. They're behind you for a reason.
3: What's this kadoo's kadoos You've asked her, hadn't you? Isn't that she? It means whatever you want it to mean.
2: Bro, I don't remember anything. Uh, we talk about. I'm just, I am just, I know you know, it drives me crazy. I'm in you uh, <laughs> YouTube, but I'm in sheer terror when I talk to her. Hey, what's up, dude?
1: Oh, oh sh- what are you guys doing on my uh chat? Twitch? On your chat Twitter roulette,
3: yeah. damn. Who, who am I? Who am I?
1: Um, you are Deion Sanders.
3: No, I'm you, but I like that too.
1: Do Deion Sanders, did you see that his deal just generated over four million dollars for blenders? Eyewear. And then you look at the buttery bros, and they probably generated about four to five hundred dollars in a ten year partnership. So I'm what, saying, you what, know
2: what did he do with blenders?
1: So, you know, Deion Sanders got this whole swag thing going on, head coach of uh, the buffs, and he they came out with like a unique eyewear that was a partnership with him, and in the short period of time that he's been in that role, it's generated over four million dollars worth of uh, sales. Hey, what about
2: that clip that I see going around where he didn't know the name of the guy who snaps the ball to his son? That's okay. It is okay? Okay. He's the coach, yeah. and he doesn't know who the center He's is? He's got a lot
1: of stuff going on. He's got All right. a lot of okay. stuff going on. He's okay. a, you're the guy in the center. Okay. I honestly, uh, I will admit, I've met people probably dozens, if not hundreds of times through the work that we do, and I don't know anybody's names. I always kind of just call him buddy, bro, guy, or a nickname.
2: I understand that, but it's the guy that bends over in front of your son uh, seven days a week.
1: Still understandable in my book. Even if he
2: wasn't the head coach, I think he'd know the name of the guy who, who snaps the ball.
1: Who's this full-body woman we're about to watch?
2: Yeah, she's great, isn't she? You don't know who this is?
1: I do. Okay. Well, what, are we, what are we trying to get at?
2: Uh, we're just looking at her. We're looking at the champ. Um,
1: is she the champ? Did she win yeah. the CrossFit Games? Yeah, yeah. She deserves Handily. it, dude. She's been doing it for such a long time. Handedly. She's just a tank.
3: You think that uh she would have won if yeah. Tia with there, Hunter? You have, you can you weigh in on that?
1: If who was there?
3: Tia to me. Not yeah, a, she took the year up to her All right. So how do you hey, feel about uh, Tia competing at Rogue next month? Tia's gonna whoop her.
1: Is she I mean? You know the Russians used to get their wives, uh, get women pregnant, and either have them abort them or just put them straight into competition afterwards. And the amount of hormones, and I'm not trying to say T did this at all intentionally, but that hormone <laughs> response gives you so much extra juice that they would like put planet it right before Olympic cycle. So I'm assuming if she's in shape, and especially after a birth, like this woman Lauren Weeks that competes at our World Championship won the world title as if her hair was on fire shortly thereafter having a child Literally, and she is ran back or Is
2: back that speculation. Is that really true? Like, like that's the very abortion true thing. That's true. Like ha- get is pregnant, it's... have a huge hormonal shift oh, yeah. and, and run. I don't know the about the
3: abortion part, but no, the abortion, abortion
1: thing is true. Um Yeah, man, it's pretty crazy. Like, you know, these people, you know, to them, you know they have PhDs in exercise science and in like weightlifting and stuff. Whereas like most of the people who are coaches at the CrossFit Games at a high level have like NASMs, and these these Russians know what the heck they're doing because they want the best results possible. So they they would do stuff like that. And the so the girl Lauren Weeks who competes at our World Championship, she competed pregnant last season and still did very very well. And then she had her child and shortly thereafter competed at world championships this year. And she beat the fucking pants off of the girl who held the world record made her look like she was standing still. So I'm assuming if Tia wants it just based on who she is and where she's at in her life, she'll fucking destroy Laura.
3: She'll be better. She's going to be stronger.
1: Also, you got to have to understand like you've got, there's a certain point where you have such mental clarity because you got so much other shit going on in your life. You just fucking, You got no opportunity except for to crush.
2: Emma Wines, uh, progesterone skyrockets in early pregnancy. It's a hell of a hormone. Jan Clark. All the time. time. Man, I fucking love Hunter.
3: Uh,
1: I slept with that guy.
2: um, uh, Hunter McIntyre, Magdalene Egbert. Ooh (laughs) Nice dress. Jeez. Never disappointment, 90s porn vibe. Yep.
3: Yep. You ever done porn?
1: on my own iphone a lot um
3: <laughs> i think everybody has <laughs> you ever you, hey, porn you, out of your you propped
2: your, no i have never filmed myself having sex someone warned me about hey you've you've propped your iphone up um and and filmed uh you uh you and a mate um uh hooking up
1: all the time i think you know it's really what interesting. Do that, is-
2: what do you do with that aren't you afraid like someone's gonna see that
1: I mean, I think it's hysterical, dude, because I have my phone and I'm passing it around to people all the time because we're always like shooting content <laughs> right, and they'll, right. they'll stumble on it. And it's, it's heavy duty, dude. I mean, it's like Turkish oil wrestling in my bedroom. That's
3: a great dick you got there, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And had Anything released? Anything we can see? Like anything we could Google or watch?
1: Yeah, 100%. I I don't want to start like a a fire across the internet, but I fucked up really bad when I was 20, and I didn't know what I was doing when I was modeling, and they told me like shooting nude was cool, and I ended up shooting nude. You shouldn't bring this up on the screen for all the sakes. Do it privately. And
2: All day today. All day day today. today. (laughs) All day today. I'm I'm not
1: going to hear from you. You're going to miss your podcast for like three weeks straight because you're just going to be looking at that picture. My, um, eyes,
2: well, my eyeballs are going to be X's, and my hands going to be wrapped in gauze. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. So I just never put myself in that position ever again because it ended up in like the hands. Like my grandfather, right here, is like, actually, my, my ultimate hero. Your grandfather, That's my grandfather, and he ended up like sitting me down, and he was like, "Why did you do that?" Like he yeah, wasn't was even it angry. It was
2: just nudes, Hunter. It was
1: just it was just nudes. But like oh, I just want to see was... you have
2: sex. I want to see you have
1: sex. It was well, such a deep and painful moment for me. I will never fuck up like that again.
3: Hey, what is your picture? of Your grandpa doing sitting right there? With, oh, with dude, him number one of on the podium?
1: He's my number one motivation. He's the one who got me into sport. So I just always remind myself. I'm like, he's the one who got me started. I got to finish this thing.
2: Put that closer. Let me see him. He's a big dude. Are
1: you talking about grand poop. Yeah, yeah, you he got is the same right yeah, now. Yeah, you
2: guys look like each other. It's great. Grandpa
1: Garahan, dude, this dude is a weapon.
2: What <laughs> event is that? What did he win first in?
1: He was a he was a really good discus thrower. That was his best event, but he did the heptathlon, where it's you do shot put, weight, discus, javelin, and uh, hammer.
3: So he's a hoss.
1: Yeah, he was really good. And he started, I mean, he was such a legit dude. He probably could have been an Olympic contender back in the day if he had stayed focused on it. But he went to college and went to Johns Hopkins and then was on Harvard Medical School and then made sure that he had like a a career that would pay for everybody. And then he went back to sports. Like he was, he, he was the greatest person, the greatest influence I could ever have, have uh, basically encountered in my entire life. He's what got me on the path I'm on now. So I'm super lucky to have had him. Uh, Hunter
2: uh, Dildo writes Lauren Weeks is legit. I judged her in a competition at my at my gym. We shared a piece of gum and she's the absolute real deal. Yeah. I don't know she, why it matters he shared a piece of gum with her, but
1: someone wants me to turn off this lamp. Um you know, she she's a weapon. I don't know if this helps at all. I'm in a dark room now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't care. No, no, the other way is good. It, it looks it like matter. Matter.
1: What about this? Do I look like, like, uh, like a, a, I like how, that. that. Now do I look like a pastor from a megachurch?
2: You're from the 70s. With that oh, one fight.
1: <laughs> All my disciples, I would love to speak more about the Lord, but I want you to Venmo me $500 right now so we can get the best message from Jesus in your lap today. Let me tell you something. Jesus, don't come for free, baby. My jet's got to be fueled up. We're hitting the tarmac, and we're going to Africa after this.
3: Are you the liver king? No, no,
1: no. no.
5: I'm not.
2: A- <laughs> Pastor, Pastor Hunter. We've all slept with Hunter in our minds. Uh, the real Kevin, uh, who is this guy? Um, uh, Hunter McIntyre, thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Amazing. He does porn. Um, Thank you for coming, Hunter. I know you're really busy. Congratulations on all your um, success. Can you tell us? Oh, go ahead. You do it. Go
3: ahead. CrossFit Games athlete, porn star. Um, he runs races and he wins them all. And he is a pastor in Africa. Thank you. It looks like him too, right? You ever masturbate to your own porn that you film?
1: 100%. Yeah,
2: that's uh, – if I were to film it, that would be the only reason why. So, like, I, it would be kind of like having one for later, I guess.
1: We got to understand. I will admit, like – think-
2: And then it's not really masturbating to porn if it's you, I think.
1: No, it's just self-love. Yeah. It's just <laughs> self-love. What you're doing is just re-encouraging yourself to be a great guy. I think watching porn has got to be. I mean, they've shown all these studies. It's, it's just messes you up. So I think if you can just keep it in-house, it's pretty good.
3: In-house. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> um, uh, the, the Push Crusher, Hunter uh, McIntyre. Spiegel. Hey. Did you know what's
1: funny? I was just looking at this this morning. So you I were looking
2: what this morning?
1: I was looking at this this morning. For some oh. reason, Matt Reif, like the most popular comedian in the world right now, Popped up on my social media and I looked at them and you can always go and look and see the amount of engagement they have through their reels. And not too long ago, I saw Danny Spiegel's page and they're almost one for one in the amount of likes that they get. So the biggest button CrossFit and the funniest guy in the world right now are getting the same amount of attention. And it's insane to me. I, mean, I think Danny's an awesome chick, but go look at the engagement levels. Like this is the funniest man in the world currently.
2: Hey, do you know that the conversion rate um, uh, for for like monetizing stuff for like um, uh, Instagram girls is the lowest and the conversion rate for comedians is the highest? Meaning if that guy shows you what kind of shoes he wears, more people buy those shoes than any other influencer, whereas those hot chicks, when they say buy something, it's just like...
1: I say this to marketing companies all the time. You've got three options. You can go the hero approach where you sponsor like a... um, I don't know, like a Michael Jordan. You can go the ambassador approach, where you try to get as many voices making noise as possible, but it's not going to necessarily be all valuable voices. Or you can just go the hot butt chick approach, and she'll probably get tons of views, but it's going to be from dudes in Turkistan or Tazakistan. And
2: you will get the name of your brand out there. It just doesn't convert to buying shit. That's that's a good point. Um, we recently had a sponsor sit who has a. Uh- almost 10 CrossFit athletes that they sponsor basically say that this show sells more for them than, than those 10 athletes combined. But those ten athletes probably do get the name out more.
1: You're the, you're the hero approach though, because there's this level of identity and like actual, like true cult love towards you CEO for life. And, you know, basically like the obsession with that I think has much more valuable. Like if you have like two, how many people are watching this right now? Three hundred and fifty. So these are these are super fans. Now if all of a sudden there was like a girl on a cam right now, there'd probably be like three hundred thousand people watching, but they're not no. listening to anything that she's saying.
3: Oh no. Yeah. Three hundred thousand?
1: You could be. I wouldn't doubt it.
3: I, gonna I bet you right now
1: this. if Spiegel had a live shot, Why? she could probably generate that if she really wanted to. She's she's a superhero. She's probably you say, when you say if
3: she really wanted to.
1: I'm just saying if she really wanted to be on a live chat right now, I I, I go on and check out Savan's page. And like I was even looking at the Rogue Invitational. I, I would just go and look at all the marketing stuff because I'm obsessed with trying to figure out what's getting the most impressions. Uh, Daniel Brandon's uh, post about her showing up to the Rogue Invitational trumped everybody else's um, hits by a large amount. And like, I understand you, why. Well, it's because she's a babe.
2: And she's and she talks. She she talks. She does stuff. Yeah, Talking but, to babe. swagger. Babe with swagger, dude. The swagger's fifty percent. There's there's crazy hot chicks in CrossFit who are at her level who just don't have her swag. Her kind of like, yeah, right. The swag is fifty percent, dude. Don't you think fifty one percent? Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying she's not attractive, but
1: who's the swaggiest person in the CrossFit games? Right dude, around?
2: you're nobody without your swag. A guy without swag is nothing. It does not matter oh. how good looking of a guy you are. If you don't have swag, you are a fucking zero. But who,
1: who's who's got the biggest swag in the CrossFit Games right now?
2: Daniel Brandon. Out of, uh, out of dudes, well,
1: Adler's, Adler's starting to get a little swag.
2: Adler's a little
3: got bit, yeah. Got a little, Dude, yeah.
2: Adler, Adler all, is swag yet we can't tell. But if it's swag, it's hardcore.
1: Adler is milk toast. If he hadn't won the CrossFit Games, people wouldn't be talking about him. Let's just be
2: honest. What? Well, it is weird that he has swag too, and, and that he's so close with his with his wife that she's on too. But um, who's got I don't the, know
1: the biggest swagger?
2: Colton? I'd say
3: that's minus Love 12 Clinton. points.
2: Colton's got a little swag calling people bitches and dummies on the podcast.
1: Dude's got, that dude's got a pig farm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. How about Ricky? Ricky's got like a, a weird swag to him. Are you talking about it's, Rad it,
1: Ricky, the dude who just busts his, his shoulder up?
3: Yeah. Ricky oh, got yeah, swag. Yeah. He's got, he's got some. He's Ricky Mack. I call now. Him that's Rad his Ricky. I like Ricky. I like like Ricky Ricky a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm I'm hoping he puts together a good season, comes back and fights against the super Russian. And then all of a sudden we got this like battle (laughs) fucking like a wild prisoner camp, Australian guy. And then some kind of like super spy Russian. And we're like, they're fighting in America for some reason. And everybody else is trying to compete. And you've got a Canadian dude, Jeffrey Adler, who's trying to compete, but he's not a super soldier or a prisoner of war, man. It's going to be a total wild battle.
3: And none of them are Malibu from America.
1: There's fighting that? in
3: America. None of them are from America. There's fighting in America.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We're good. at We're good at grabbing entertainment.
2: Isn't Malibu kind of the porn or used to be like the porn capital 20, 20 years ago of, of the world, like before the internet.
1: I will tell you a funny story. It still is. My friend has this like baller ass mansion and a girl that I was seeing would like uh, stay at the house at nighttime And during the day she wasn't allowed to be there because and she didn't understand why. And one day she had to go back and go get some stuff and they were just filming porn there. And they were filming porn there all the time. And I I think supposedly there's like rules to it, but people will just have big ass mansions and Airbnb them out and rent them for shoots and then basically bleach and burn everything and then (laughs) rent it out the next day.
2: It is it is kind of a weird caveat that you can it's prostitution, but if you film it, it's porn. Oh, that, that is, is weird. Yeah. It,
1: it, it's all it's all based on like one degree and one word. If a, if a red light's on, would you? I'd let,
2: I'd let Hunter touch my butt.
1: Would you date a porn star?
3: Oh yes. You would. Have you, have you not?
1: I have, and there you go. <laughs> I think it's not important to share details on that, but. I will say there's this new thing where all of a sudden like porn stars are starting to become really famous. They are getting on these ba- big podcasts and like celebrities are starting to date them. It's weird because if you think based on the metrics of the people who have been viewed the most, it's porn stars way over movie stars.
3: Why, why wouldn't you date one? Well, You asked that with the connotation that you wouldn't want to.
1: It's not a judgment thing by any means. I think there's just probably there's like certain because you don't
2: find it attractive that someone's had sex with a hundred guys last month. Not yeah. last month. Maybe <laughs> last
3: yesterday. 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 <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah.
2: Uh, you're you're um.
3: So you're saying you wouldn't do it, Salon?
2: I, I mean, if I didn't know, I, it could it could happen. I mean, <laughs> I not important. It could happen. I just don't find it as I uh, – I don't find it as a selling point. I will admit my
1: my, my dating well. range is almost entirely pushed over to European and UK chicks, and the way that they act, the way that they present themselves is so different and so refreshing, and it's like more proper and feminine that I've changed my views on dating. Like I find I,
2: filthy rich girls very attractive, filthy rich, like Oprah. Oprah rich? Yeah, Oprah.
1: Dude, I've been trying to date Oprah for years. I drop that. <laughs> I drop that line all the time. I'll just tag Oprah in Instagram all the time. Whenever I have like a good looking picture, I'm just like, "Oprah, you know what's hey. up." Hey,
2: yeah. Why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't she sample you? Why wouldn't she reach out to you and be like, "Hunter, come over to my house and let me just just roll around with you." I'm, I'm fucking
1: eighty. Helicopter, helicopter me in.
2: Just like, just like, uh, I don't know. Hey, when you when you see these when you see these guys like Jeff Bezos uh, hasn't has a wife, longtime wife, knew him before he was rich. He gets filthy rich. Um, he ends up divorcing her and 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 his wife looks like just like a normal woman. But his new chick looks like a porn actress. Right. Big lips, big, big tits, big like everything's like in hand, all the collagen and like looks like the Joker and. Do do you think that they're happier? Do you think that they get like – or do you think that they're like, fuck, I should have just toughed it out in this other relationship?
1: I think what ends up happening is you have this like level of um, like this is what you want and this is what you think is great. And then all of a sudden that gets fractured and something – there's like a breakup and a moment. And then all of a sudden like all of your deepest, darkest like thoughts that have been in the behind layers and layers and layers of you that have been suppressing for years just – Boils up to the surface, and you just go towards it like a magnet at a billion miles an hour. And then by the time you get that post nut clarity, you're already engaged to the woman. Yeah. Okay. You know what trying to say? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah.
2: Because I can go sit in a Starbucks in San Diego, in Del Mar, and see. Uh, older guys with trophy wives what i would call trophy wives i apologize i, I, I sincerely mean i apologize if that's uh, offensive i normally don't do that but women who are 20 years younger than them with tons of plastic surgery and i'm just like okay I, I just picture the same story in my head over and over somewhere in his, he's like to sleep with this girl or to feel her titties or to be, is somehow going to be better than what that a relationship i had with my ex I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I just can't imagine. Um, do you like it's younger girls? Yeah, all right? my friends who've dated younger girls says, "Dude, it's fucking way overrated." Like my friends who are forty who've dated twenty year olds, it's like, dude, what a disaster. No, it's, it's not best, overrated.
1: It's the best thing ever.
2: It is okay. <laughs> oh, wow. The best thing yeah. ever.
1: I will tell you right now. So, like, how old are you? I'm thirty four. So I've got what's this. The I've...
2: You would, what's the youngest you've dated? Twenty at uh, this? In, it's thirty four. Twenty? You been with a twenty two year old?
1: Yeah, for sure. 21. Like, but the thing is, is like all of a sudden you get into these conversations with these girls and some people are going to hear this and they're going to flip the fuck out. But this is my field science, not your fucking field science. So you go out there and you go and talk to these chicks and then all of a sudden like you're just like collecting all this data and you've got a spreadsheet in your brain. And you just start to recognize towards the late twenties and early thirties that these girls have this like level of anxiety and damage that they bring with them into a relationship that the younger girls don't have. Like those girls that have reached that certain point, they've gone through X amount of boyfriends, a couple bad breakups. They're getting closer towards like, you know, towards the point where they need to have children, like these anxieties and fears are really up near the surface. Those younger girls just have this like this like free flow spirit where there's no fear and anxiety around them. And you just sit with them and it's like, so relaxing. I sit here, dude, and you guys have no clue. Like immediately after I'm done with you guys, I go through bills. And then as soon as I'm done with that, I go through my calendar. And as soon as I'm done with you guys, I'm on a flight at 4 a.m. tomorrow going to New York City and the next week to Seattle. And I don't want somebody coming to me with problems like not that I don't want to help them out by any means. But if you're coming into this situation with fear, you're fucked. And I'll admit,
2: you like a girl who just graduated from college, who's 22 years old, who's in that one year of her life where she's like, "Fuck, I'm free."
1: Uh, that's a, that's yeah. a nice,
2: yeah. I'm free. I'm exploring. I got a backpack. I work out. I'm 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 cool.
1: Yeah.
3: It, What's anyways, awesome about I'm, it? God, yeah. that
2: sounds
1: great. That I I fuck I I don't
2: got no pushback.
1: And listen, I'm not like looking at these people as in like an in offense sense that of, like if I met a girl my age and she was fantastic, I would value you the same way that I would like, you know, somebody else who is 24. Yeah. But I will say that I've just noticed this and like you just don't want to be in that position. I'm the most like financially strong and successful I've ever been in my entire life. And as a man, it's kind of like this just brick building thing. It's kind of in the reverse for girls where you come right out of college and I, you bump into a guy like me. I'm like, you're my golden goose. Uh, vice versa. A girl gets out of college and they bump into a guy like me. They're like, you're my golden goose because you got your Why? shit together. Yeah. Oh, you have your shit together, dude. Like if you met me at 24, I had just left New York City and like I was living in Colorado in my buddy's garage. And we were, like, training for obstacle racing world championships. We had no money to our name. We had no – we just had, like, dreams and, like, like spastic ideas. Now, like, got a place in Malibu, three cars. Like, whatever the fuck I want to do, I go. in the mountain, like, get a yeah, like,
2: vacation home.
1: You just see that person. You're like, wow, this is awesome. This is something I can work with. Back then, dude, if you met me at 24, I was a hand grenade without a pin. I was trouble.
2: Well, um, also along the lines of a woman, you meet a you meet a t- a twenty year old uh, Jewish woman and she wants to marry a twenty five year old Jewish man who has a bunch of money. Flash forward and you meet a thirty five year old Jewish woman and she'll be more than happy to uh, who's six feet tall. You meet a thirty five year old Jewish woman, she's more than happy to Dave a five five foot five Armenian man who's homeless, just as long as he has a penis. I mean, also age will change your uh, change your uh, what what you value, what's important. And lower yeah. your standards. And lower your standards.
1: I think there's a certain point. Like, I wish I was blind. I think about that. Or gay. Those two options would be so awesome.
3: All right. Let's explain, explain the blind one first.
2: I, think, were, so- I think gay that is like a car that, with a brick on the gas pedal, though. Gay requires a, a lot of discipline. And no. work. No?
1: Dude, have you ever seen a 40-year-old <laughs> straight guy and a 40-year-old gay guy? Like, a 40-year-old straight guy could be 100 like stress in their life was just like chewed them out. Those okay. termites. It's and hard
3: like to just, argue with you sometimes.
1: Dude, you see a 40-year-old gay guy. He's like, I've been doing blow for six months straight. I have more money in my oh. bank account than any of you. And I have an eight pack. You're like, how is this possible? Yeah, yeah. How is this possible? And he's like, yeah. And I have 15 sexual partners and we're all having the best times ever. Um, The blind thing is I think about this all the time. I'm like – how much do you really value the people around you without knowing what kind of resources they present to you? So from a female perspective, like it very much shows like it just bubbles to the surface like you're attracted to them. And if you're not attracted to them, why the hell are you hanging out with them? Like I've never met a girl who's just like, "Hey, here's my black Amex card, we're going to get on a jet." That's just not the case. Not, but you
3: haven't met Oprah yet.
1: Pff, dude, every day I'm waiting. Um, and I don't even care, dude. They've cured AIDS, Kenneth. Quit being a bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they wow, inject wow, money wow, in wow,
5: your Wow. wow. There you no
2: wow.
1: Well, I'm just being straight, dude. They figure that shit out.
2: Hey, um, I want to take you back for a second. I got to take you back for a second. You yeah, said, yeah. Um, uh, I, I want you to reiterate that. That's, This is going to be a great clip. At 31 minutes, you said something about have you ever thought about what you think about people without considering the resources that they bring to you? Is that what you said?
3: He wants to be blind. He said he wants to be blind.
2: Break that down. What you're, what you're saying is, is like, if I didn't know that you were a good talker um, you were a very successful athlete, you had money, you were fun. And you, and you like me when I'm around you, you, you shower me with love and attention. Um, you you're, how, what would I think about you? Don't I have to know what resources you bring to me to, you know, even in order to make any assessment?
1: No. Uh, by the way, Dill, I love Matt Stevens. He's authentically one of the best human beings on the planet. Um,
2: Who's Matt Stevens?
1: Matt Stevens is the head judge for our event and just a really rad dude that um, I shouldn't even start with that point. See, I'm talking about resources that people bring to me. He and I have just known each other through for years of competing and hanging out um, through events, dude, out in Virginia. But um, it's interesting. Like I was talking to somebody about this last night. When I went out there on that trail on that long hike, nobody brought anything to the table. Nobody almost even talked about what they did for a living. Or oh, that
2: relation thing you did a couple months ago, where you yeah. just okay.
1: So all of a sudden now everybody is just very much so on this time base, and also like you know very me- like you know low level transactional relationship. So like hey, like we're walking next to each other, so we're just in proximity. Other than that, like, you know, oh, we're sitting down next to each other on a log. I'm running out of water. Do you mind if I have a sip of it? I didn't know that this person was like a lawyer. I didn't know that this person, you know, had just worked at um, – what the hell is his name? Whatever, the owner of uh, Oracle's house and just built like one of the rarest piece of copper metal. Mr. In the Ellison. World.
2: Mr. Ellison. Yeah,
1: Larry Ellison. Like it takes so long for all of a sudden to you to get down to that level of their existence it just ends up being like we're together in time and space and we can trade a Snickers bar or something like that. But there's no layers of value beyond that. And it was really refreshing. It immediately broke down barriers. Like your, your level of just like getting into communication was instantaneous because you had that immediate connection. Like if I saw someone at Starbucks and they're sitting at a table, I've started to pick up this thing where I'll try to just like just talk to somebody. And the awkwardness of that, like that initial statement, is, is almost like trying to dive through a brick wall. Now, being out there on the trail, just bumping into somebody and be like, hey, what's up? You immediately just stop in the woods. You're both going opposite directions. You just kind of lock in, have this incredible bond for a moment, and then you keep on moving on. But the thing that I've recognized, as I said, from the standpoint of either visualization, like visually, or monetarily, or value-wise, like, did you call me to be on the podcast because I bring views to it and I talk about my sex life or something like that? Those kind of things.
2: (laughs) Uh, Eaton Beaver, uh, us, that Dirk Diggler, as the official welcome contributor, welcome to the show. I was having a chat with someone the other day, and I was saying that I view the guests on my podcast as a short love affair, like every single person I have on here. I want to have the whole affair on here i want to be i want to meet someone have an intimate experience with them and then when we break away i kind of want it to hurt a little bit knowing that that's it we did it and so some people it doesn't hurt as much like you because i because i think that you'll be reoccurring you and hiller but other people um i wanted to get close enough to them to where it's like the rest of the day i'm like fuck i wish i was kind of hanging out with that person still
3: that means right? we're having three-way right now right
1: I guess I think I that. think this relationship that we have going on right now is beyond that of like a transactional thing. Like I'll just text Hiller anytime something pops up about steroids and I'll be like ha ha, ha and we'll shoot the shit. I'll call you randomly just to talk about, you know, whatever you're doing. You're usually doing like karate or at the skate park savant so with your kids. And Karate.
5: Karate. Karate.
2: Uh Jan Clark, uh Hunter is the buff F. Atheistic version of Theo Vaughn. Atheistic? Atheistic. Atheistic? Like an athlete version of theo. I think he's trying theo to say
1: Vaughn. aesthetic. He aesthetic. just doesn't know how to spell. Okay. All right.
2: That um uh, fair. That's fine. Uh, oh, is this guy Matt Reif considered gorgeous? I just saw um get with the program, he said that.
3: That was way I mean, at the top dude. Yeah, I know he's I'm, def- I'm, I'm, I'm he's way definitely,
1: definitely a handsome dude.
3: He's good looking.
1: Yeah, he's definitely a handsome dude. He he brings an interesting kind of vibe to the com- comedic world because usually to be funny like most of the comedians are like thin and spindly white guys or they're like really fat
2: i get a preemie i get a preemie um uh, it's, it's weird i see the good looking part but i get this um effect from him this look of him that he's like he was born premature like he was born like at 23 weeks and his he has tiny like-
1: hands or something yeah
2: like his shit never fully formed i, I get the appeal i guess i mean nice body He's got a baby face. Uh, nice skin, but yeah, something about him makes me think that he was yeah,
3: – Jake Gyllenhaal looked to him.
2: I would like to know if he was a preemie. I bet you he was.
3: Comment on one of these things and just ask him.
1: Were you a preemie?
3: <laughs> yeah, and see that's if he a, answers. That's
1: a heavy bomb to drop on someone. <laughs> <story. laughs> really? That's not cool?
3: Uh, that's, <laughs> uh, that's, why, that's why I'm not allowed to comment on crap anymore. You,
1: go to my social media page real quick. I want to okay. show you guys something.
2: Okay, hold There's on. A... I want to see what. Let me just see what this guy. He just turned
3: four.
1: What's um? How far on the spectrum would you say he is? Is it, is it little by little, or is he like? He's
0: nonverbal.
1: He's nonverbal. God, he got it.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
1: what's his? What's his thing that he's really good at?
5: I'm um, so hyperlexic.
1: Hyperlexic. What's that?
0: He's
1: very, very good with numbers, shapes, colors. He's good with they numbers, like shapes, colors. and colors. Fuck yeah, yeah. that dude about to rob a casino. Or <laughs> You're gonna be a very rich mom someday. <laughs> There's no cons, bro. You don't got to worry about him talking to strangers. You don't like talking to nobody.
5: <laughs>
2: that's awesome. Congratulations.
1: <laughs> what is that, that was pretty clever.
2: That turn really around crazy. the uh, turn around, making fun of her autistic son. Yeah, uh, that's, that's been the theme this week of this show, making fun of the. Uh, oh boy. The okay, before we go to your account, Hunter, I do want to show you this. I want to know if Hunter's heard about any of that. Our battle, our battle, our drama, our weekly drama. Okay, Uh, uh, check this out. So, so this kid, um, this kid, uh, darkness retreat invites us into the profound simplicity of being. This was Sid's second darkness retreat. His dad was in one of the other caves close by, also in total darkness. His mom and older brother brought him food in the morning and evening, and we checked in as well to support him in the evenings. So, this kid, a 13 year old boy. Uh, has been blindfolded and kept in darkness for four days.
1: This goes really well into what I'm about to talk about next. Okay. What about it?
2: Here we go. Here we go.
5: Whoa.
2: I feel aware Of everything.
0: You get to see all that's happened in your life. I feel like I saw some things that will happen when I grow older. But I don't know.
1: It's probably the first time this kid hasn't been near his cell phone in four days.
2: (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Dude. Dude. Three days for this pussy.
0: For
5: us. It's crazy It's
4: beautiful. Man. I there? never felt as close to myself as I was in there. It's just a layer that that isn't often peeled back in out here. There's no way that you can experience that and not come out the other side with a different
3: take on yourself or a different approach on how to approach life. You realize how much you don't need
5: by being in there. I feel like now I could really hone in on what's important.
2: Dude, you could that dude just emotions just pouring off this dude, right?
5: You know what's <laughs> tough though <laughs> It's
1: like this is attached to a a retreat, and they're trying to sell you on it. So there's probably also someone that came out of there just like scraping their eyes out of their head. Like, <laughs> of so you're getting one side of the story here.
3: Oh god, you're so. It sounds like what Bryce wants to sound like. Right. But wow. actually what was that me. all about? You, wow. you, you
1: ripped on Bryce. I saw that briefly, and I was just like, damn, man. These guys he started just sit it. there
3: we're, in we're going closet right he and started cast it.
1: stones. What did he do?
3: He, he cast a stone, man. He comes on he someone's do? show, and he goes, hey, uh, what's your fascination with Hilder? And then I just listened to what he had to say, and it was incredibly – He's uh, contradicting to everything that he had said in the first part of the podcast. So he's all this about being open and not holding judgment and hearing people out and taking their perspective. And then he completely puts my perspective away and he hasn't watched a single thing that I've said, but then I come and I make some pieces on Danny Spiegel who's a buddy of his. And he just like, I don't agree with this. How dare he? Yeah. Did you watch that video Hunter that, yeah, Hiller made.
1: I started to see some things, the most humble man, and just I saw the amount of people just shitting on Bryce. And I've got nothing against Bryce. I just thought Do it was so him? funny. I was like, yeah, I go down to Invictus all the time. I, I, I'm good friends with um, Tino, and I'm always, I'm good friends with the Invictus team. Like, CJ, like they're probably the coolest CrossFit gym in the world. Most CrossFit gyms you go to, everyone's kind of dicks, but they're really good.
3: What? Dicks? What? Who's hey. dicks? Are you hey, kidding
1: me, dude. Taylor, a lot of CrossFit know, gyms. There's this like you, creepy hierarchy.
2: Did you know that it was going to get that crazy in the comments with Bryce? Did you know that it was going to get like
3: uh, no, no, I did not. How I, bad I, did I, it I get, be, dude? I, 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 I dude. thought it would be, I thought it'd be 70% up with the video, 30% saying, dude, what the fuck? Like, leave this guy alone.
2: If I was friends with Bryce, close to Bryce, I would be checking in on him regularly. That's how bad it got.
3: It was ninety nine point nine percent saying this dude is out of his mind. <laughs>
1: dude, my oof, a friend of mine got a lot of hate on a YouTube video once, and I think it psychologically broke him as a person.
3: He, what, what what was the the vastness of the hate? Was it because this is a twenty five thousand view video with five hundred comments or so? It was higher than that. Okay. The, was,
2: that's what the, I'm asking. It was the be also more popular too. Like the whole thing the- is, Bryce is just a regular dude. To just he, like he's not a famous dude at all. And all of a sudden, the most thing, the thing he's most famous for is this video Hiller made of him.
1: It's Admittedly, like a- it was the it was the Murph video I did a while ago where he did all the bad reps. I love oh. Matt with all my heart, but I don't think he's ever got that level of attention in his life.
3: I and made it, a video on him doing. I know, that.
1: dude. And it was just all <gasps> of these people targeting him, and I don't know. I don't think he's ever been. Oh, same. he
3: shouldn't care about that.
2: Who cares about red?
1: I don't care about it, but he, he got he upset, didn't. man. He got upset, and it was like heavy. And there's like you know whatever, but it was like target, and I think a lot of people just aren't ready for that level of heat in their life and if it shows up man it will fuck you up imagine there's a video
2: out there with me it's called Sevon, the most toxic man in crossfit it's like someone just
3: coming and just taking a shit in my house in my (laughs) kitchen
1: who said that
3: you're telling me that that video i made messed him up
1: i can't specifically say but i'll say that our friendship's never been the same since that what does it have to do with you
3: Everyone
2: under 30 is so fucking delicate when it comes to the web, dude. You'd think they'd be callous, and they're so delicate. It's their daddy. The internet is their daddy.
1: Dude, so go to my page. I want to go through this real quick.
2: Okay, let me read this. A hunter heard you called me a hillbilly, you punk-ass bitch. Redline quality fitness.
3: Damn. I know that guy's name, too. I'm. It's in there somewhere. The second I hear it, I don't know if he wants to say it.
1: You called someone a
2: hillbilly? You called someone a hillbilly? Probably. You're really not on steroids, Hunter. Go,
1: go to Reels. No, Are dude. I, just,
2: I mean, this is fucking stupid.
1: Hunter's You're looking good. not on anything. I, oh, dude. I. You know what it is, dude? I just fucking. I was literally sick to the point where I shit my pants daily. Oh, so that's months like. Oh, and okay. I got off the trail. No, no, okay. no. And I went down to 185 pounds, and then I just really have been super
3: diligent 185? about my diet. Dude. I'm, 95. Hold on. Keep on going. Go to
1: reels. Go to reels for a second.
3: Steak and apples.
1: Steak and apples do the job. Keep on going. That video right there. This video has gotten more engagement. The video of me talking with the quotes across it has gotten more engagement than any other video I've posted. And the amount of just trauma bonding between people on there is the craziest thing I've ever witnessed.
2: Hold on one second. Let me play it. Let me play
1: it. Let me play it. Watch it. Used to. He had no clue what he was doing. He just was a fucking hard ass. He would take the car every morning at 5 a.m. and set the cruise control from 10 to 13 miles an hour and drive behind me or next to me screaming at me and make me do a 5k loop behind the house every single day. Buddy, we grew up in congruent. Yeah. If I had a bad wrestling practice or bad any practice, my dad would be like, "Yep, yeah, put yourself in the truck, take off," and I'd have to run home from practice. And then on on certain times when we were training for like worlds, like for wrestling,
5: we'd yeah. we'd qualify for worlds and everything. We'd have to run circles around the car while he drove the car. So it was like you know jog, 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 sprint, jog, 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 sprint, jog, 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 jog sprint. My
1: dad used to. He had no clue what he was doing. He just was a fucking hard ass. That guy, to give you context, is. That's Jordan Wisely. He's a homie of mine that we trained together, and he's won the challenge, which is like the most popular TV show in the world for you know online uh, whatever like reality competition. He dominates dudes, and dude, for some reason, everybody attacked that post as if our fathers had abused us and had just like you know done terrible Uh things to us, and we don't even we're so traumatized that we don't even understand the level of trauma that we've gone through
3: oh god
1: and yeah dude i mean these people are crazy uh
2: aka morty your dad has some issues treating your kid like that isn't good at all no matter their outcome just because you failed and they punish you for it instead of saying hey learn from your loss and how to deal with defeat placing a perfectionist winter mindset on kids is traumatic
5: hey, hey dude, you know, i don't dude. know
2: i don't know any winner kids i don't know any kids I don't know any adults who are fucking just straight winners who don't have
3: stories like that. Hunter, you don't agree with the people in the comments, do you?
1: No, no, not at all. I'm just you, amazed. You kind
3: of like the fact that you that had happened.
1: No, no, it's fine by me. I'm just amazed by the amount. Like the, the, That's what's going on in America right now. There's so much trauma bonding surrounding whatever is under the surface. And they see something like this, and it's the most engagement I've ever got on anything, talking about our fathers making us work hard.
2: What hey does dude, someone, is Hey, that- Hunter, someone knows, um uh, occasionally I'll post my kids. I'll I'll be like, Yeah, I make my kids um uh go uh skate goofy and regular, throw and catch with both hands, and someone there'll always be someone in the fucking comments who posts, Oh yeah, Hitler did that too. You're a fucking abusive Nazi. Mm. And I'm thinking oh, about the whole time, I'm like fuck, I wish my parents would have made me ambidextrous.
1: I know it just blows my mind. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with the country right now?
2: You love your dad. I've never heard you say anything bad about yeah, your my dad. My dad
1: comes to all my championships. My dad is the shit. My dad is the coolest person yeah, on earth. Yeah, because
3: he's the one who made you to do that. Yeah, you, you don't understand. Him. You're under the of thumb you of, run.
2: <laughs> of course he's watching you. Are you kidding me? Hey, let me tell you what's a thousand times worse than that. Uh, telling your little Jewish boy or Jewish girl that, hey, the whole world's going to hate you because you're Jewish. Uh, t- telling telling your uh, dwarf son that the world's going to be hard for you because you're a fucking dwarf, like planting seeds like that in your kid. If, if like imagine my parents would have been like, "Okay, um, your nose is going to be huge, and when you're 16, kids are going to start making fun of you in school, and you're going to be short, and you're never going to pick a girl up at the bar." I'm so glad they didn't tell me that. I I, I had to like find it all out on my own at this. When the first kid made fun of me, I got to go home and look in the mirror. I didn't know I was short till I went to college and I pursued pussy at my own pace and it worked out fine. I like crushing that. It. Yeah. Crushing it. It. Not oh, anymore. Well, now I'm crushing one.
1: Uno. Uno, really one. well. One pussy. one pussy. Yeah.
2: I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It's gotten worse. Are I'm you just still so lazy?
1: Are you still shadow banned? Just all these conversations of like talking about sex and then going into like you know trauma and then all of a sudden we'll probably talk about COVID at some point are you guys still in trouble are you not allowed to use that word by the we way
2: we have the worst suppression ever right now it's
3: crazy because of stuff like this
1: do I bring you your anus no but I've thought about waxing it many times for efficiency have you,
3: seen, sake. have you seen the video on YouTube everybody's free to go look at it it's unbelievable that people like seven are banned or shadow banned for saying certain words there's a dude and all you got to look up is naring my butthole. And it shows everything.
2: 40 shows million views hole? of a dude Nairing his butthole. Is, he,
3: is, oh, it like it erotic? is it erotic, erotic whole or anything? No, no, it's, it, it's instructional. and It is great. And the dude is gay. And he just bends over, throws a bunch of in there. He goes, you know, I did this to my armpits yesterday. And I did it for five minutes. So I don't think I'm going to do it that long. Because I don't want it to burn in there, you know. And it shows him like wiping it and it shows the end result and all that. It's nuts. And it's It's still up. And anybody can look at it. How did you
1: find this and how long did you last?
3: I had a buddy who showed it to me and then I watched this video and five (laughs) others. He lasted (laughs)
2: three seconds. It was just like,
1: oh, I can't watch anymore.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, there was no more left. No, but I, I watched more of his videos. It's not the only one like that. You can see his penis and the whole thing. There's no another shit. video on there. No he, you how to tri- he shows you how to trim his pubes. Yeah, his dick is like this big. you can
2: get away with anything. You can He's get, get a baby carrot.
3: He's he the smallest penis. And, and the entire comment section is talking about the size of his penis. And, of course, there's people defending it. How dare you? He's trying to show you how to shave his pubes. He's <laughs> like, no. trying to
1: teach me how to wax my butthole. God, you shut your mouth.
3: And here's the thing. If you pulled that up on this channel, I guarantee you you'd get in trouble. <laughs>
1: I don't know what is going on, but I mean, no, that dude, really it's, your nice dad? That really it's your on dad? YouTube,
3: Bernie. Everyone can see it. Yeah,
1: that's my dad. If you want to see his stuff, go to 247 Wall Street. That's, that's his page where he does, like, news and media stuff all the time.
3: Dude,
2: this is amazing. Your dad commented on here, I'm Hunter's dad. It
3: worked. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what does it say? Does anybody come after him? No. No, they're pussies. They're all pussies. You got to tag that. You got to pin that comment.
1: I don't know how to do that, but he's, he's, he's a legend. Yeah, dude, he's, he's, he's really a legend. He, he got me where I'm at at today. I I think the thing with like, uh, your channel, man, is you grew so much. Like, don't you remember we met up, was it two summers ago? All of us together? Was that last, that was last summer.
2: That was? Oh yeah. Last last summer. summer? recent. That was recent.
1: Dude, your page has grown so much. Like, I would show up and you get like 1,500 views, 1,000 views. Now, like, you'll have a video, and by the end of the next day, it's like 20,000 views. Which is a not-
2: I want to tell you a crazy story. You ready?
1: Yeah, let's hear it, baby.
2: First of all, we get more views on um, Spotify and iTunes significantly more than we do on YouTube. But check this out. So, and I've been telling people this for Since we started this station, I've been telling people, hey, why doesn't someone like come work for me for free and make subclips and just figure it out? So we've had this subclip station forever. And so recently, a dude reached out to us, to Sousa, or Sousa was talking to a dude. Sousa reached out to a guy and said, hey, we have a subclip station. If you make subclips for us, we'll give you fucking $1,500 a month once it starts making $1,500 a month. We'll basically give you everything it makes up to $1,500 a month, and then we'll renegotiate. Did it work in fucking two months? He's already got it up to a thousand over a thousand subscribers and we monetized it a week ago and he's already made fucking 500 bucks. That dude's going to, f- and he's a, he's a dude who listens to the show every single day. It's not like, it's not like, it, 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 do you know what I mean? It, it's been sitting out There's shit opportunities like that for everyone. I hope this dude, I hope that subclip station ends up making more than this station. I hope it ends up making like $300,000 a year and he's fucking making a hundred thousand dollars a year from it.
1: Have you ever have you ever seen there's a guy who has a Joe Rogan clip station who makes over like he shows the, his earnings in a YouTube video and he fucking crushes it to like tens of thousands of dollars a month.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. There yeah. it is.
1: It's so insane like how the internet's just giving so many people opportunities if you really just sit there and see it for what it is.
2: A it good only- Froning subclip makes over $500. Just a subclip from an interview like I could make I could have Froning on and someone can make a subclip from it and make 500 bucks. No problem.
1: Who's your Who's your greatest champion? If you interview somebody like and you just know like this is my blue chip, this is my this is my um Kentucky Derby horse. Who's it going to be?
2: There's this crew of people who, if you have them on, no, I, I don't know who that is really. Um, maybe Rich or Dave, but the, but more importantly, there's this crew of people that if you have them on, they'll jumpstart the whole station for the week. Uh, you, uh, Hiller, um, uh, uh, when I used to have Brian Friend on. Uh, now it's our CrossFit Games update shows on Friday. Like, there's just this circle. There's this group of people that I just have on regularly that if the station's lagging, like, and I have, like, there'll be residual. Like, right now we're almost at 500 live viewers.
5: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but there'll be this residual now that you've been on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Show. Right
1: now. Oh, are we watching this right now?
3: Hell <laughs> oh, no. I'm not Come clicking on, on it. But I want to be, I-, I can't do it. I- I- it would ruin everybody. Everyone's going to look at it. and.
1: I haven't judged it's- off yet today. Let's do this.
3: Hey, right.
2: I'm having Glassman on every week, um, uh, uh, Hunter, and now yeah. his shows are getting starting to get big.
1: How is he doing, by the way?
2: He's fucking so great. I,
1: I know that he made it, um, he's I so know good. that he made it, but like, what is the next chapter for somebody like that?
2: Uh, you, do you know what's crazy? It, don't tell anyone this, but no. I think he's really, really enjoying the podcast. I've never, <laughs> this is. This is the first thing I've really seen him commit to. He committed to BSI, and now he's been – he's done like 12 shows of mine. He comes on every Tuesday, and maybe this is – hes hes I think he's just doing some soul-searching while he comes on the show every Tuesday, and he's just enjoying it. I think this is his next chapter.
1: Dude, you got to – he was basically like – he was like a – what's the name of that great pastor, Bill? What's the name of the guy who lived in North Carolina He used to go over to Africa and help people all the time? Billy Graham, he was like big big pastor Billy Graham He was the big pastor Billy Graham of fitness Changed the world And then all of a sudden He made a tweet, which we don't have to go into the details about
2: Floyd 19, I believe it was
1: Yeah, I know, pretty crazy And all of his disciples, much like Jesus Turned against him This is just like Jesus Why am I saying Billy Graham? This is almost just like Jesus His greatest disciples, I remember like Rich Froning was out I remember Jason Kalip was out all of them just sat there and they were just like chalking stones at him. They're like, fuck you, Greg, you fucking dick. And then they kept like <laughs> like ramming him in the ribs like, you fucking piece of shit, fuck you. And they all turn their backs on him. And I hope he comes back and eviscerates all of them somehow. I hope he comes back and there's the day of reckoning where Greg Glassman just tears them a new one.
2: What about them? What about What about people just saying they're sorry?
1: Nobody, because it's not going to be authentic. It's just oh. like this is the conversation we were having earlier. He went out of style, and now he's the figure eight's going to come back, and he's going to come back in the style, and people are going to try to get involved. And I hope when it time's to come to the table and he puts out the bread and the wine, that just like it's uh, like Doctor Evil's chair, he like presses a button and it, like ejects them back into a fire pit. I hey, hope so because my, I think my, what they did was wrong.
2: The most bizarre. The most bizarre thing is. He said Floyd 19 and that he doesn't mourn George Floyd about a man who did a home invasion robbery and put a gun on a pregnant woman's stomach who shoots porn, who who was arrested for the third time in like three months and always said, I can't breathe. Well, high on fentanyl, high on meth and high on alcohol all three times caught on tape. He ate the drugs when he was caught. He was said he couldn't breathe. And the police officers took him out of the car to be nice to him. All he tweeted about the guy was Floyd 19. And I don't mourn this guy's death. Right. And what happened – and what happened was is now people will be – this is my favorite. People will be like, you know, I forgive Greg for his insensitive comments. I'm like – Dude, uh, nobody
1: – you can't even forgive say that kind them. of, you can't, that that kind of stuff, what? What, you can't say that kind of stuff.
2: Sorry. What? You
1: cannot say facts to people anymore. It has to be always in an emotional tie. So what happened in that moment is it was emotionally tied to something. Just like we were talking about earlier, there's no facts involved. It's just an emotional response and you just yeah. gave a bunch of details that are very true. Like, I'll yeah. never forget I was sitting at the table with my aunt, and she was so ready to watch that Kyle Rittenhouse kid basically get fucking torched.
2: Oh, my she God, knew, that poor she, kid.
1: She knew nothing about the details of the crimes, the fact that basically three felons attacked him and were trying to kill him, and he did self-defense. And, dude, my, my aunt wanted that kid dead.
2: They she were all nothing. white dudes you shot.
1: I know. I know.
2: One yeah. of the dudes was let out of jail the day before Hunter for sodomizing a dozen kids under the age of like 15 and that guy was running down the street yelling racial slurs. He tried to fucking hit Rittenhouse with a skateboard while Rittenhouse was on the ground and Rittenhouse shot him.
1: Uh, it's crazy, dude. I'm actually reading well, what a are we book doing
2: about with the gun out there. Who gives a fuck?
1: I'm reading a book about Magellan right now and 2 months into their journey. They're out, and one of his homies, who was on his side, because they were already in, like, tumultuous territory. Like, there was, like, all this, like, mutiny getting ready to go. One of his homies was caught sodomizing a cabin boy. He was giving that dude love. And he was like, it would be like me catching one of you guys. And he was so serious about it. He's like, that's just not how we roll. And he had another one of the members of the ship put a mask on and then strangle him publicly in front of everybody. Yeah. You got somebody here who's got caught sodomizing twelve boys, and he's out on the streets in a short period of time.
3: What is is sodomizing?
1: Sodomizing is butt love.
3: Oh,
2: Uh, like when if they say the sodom the the football team sodomized the new athlete in the locker room, it's usually like they do it with like a a broom handle or something. Yeah. Uh, Fernando Magellan was a Portuguese explorer best known for having planned and led the 1519 Spanish expedition to the East
1: Indies. You've never heard about Magellan, dude?
2: Oh, I've heard about him.
1: It's about legit them. as fuck. It is insane. I love reading books like that because then everyone's just like, my life's so hard. I'm like, dude, you. Hey, what's
2: have- the book? I want to read it. I want to read it with you. What's the book?
1: Dude, it is so good. Get the audio book because it's, it's quick and I will. easy, baby.
2: Don't tell me what to do and I will.
1: Thank you. Okay. It's called Over the Edge of the World by Lawrence Berger-Green.
2: <sighs> Over the Edge. How far okay. into it are you?
1: Uh, 36%. I also just bought this book called The Intelligence Paradox because I read a reference to it where they were talking about how more intelligent men are inc- – the more intelligent a man is, the more inclined he is to cheat. And they were talking about the psychological connections of how intelligence amongst men, rather than thinking of life in scarcity, they think of life in opportunity. So mm. I'm going to dig into the depths of that as well. So once I get over this whole fucking sailing thing, dude, I'm going to do a whole nother chapter of life.
2: Sailing. Hold on. We'll come back to that. A wad lumpy. Hunter, he called the penis a front tail. That's all you need to know. Oh, he's going back to the Bryce thing.
1: A front tail? Yeah. We never really fully addressed that thing. So did you just just completely crush him?
2: You're going Sailing? Oh, you're still pursuing
3: the sailing. Crushing is uh I, I didn't crush him. All I did is I repurposed what he stated on the internet and I gave my perspective on it.
1: I think you gotta really be ready to fucking get shit on. If you're gonna be an internet personality in any way, shape, or form, which he is, he stepped into the octagon and then all of a sudden he bumped into a bigger gladiator, aka Hiller, and he got fucked up.
3: He didn't have to say anything. You ever been? Have you ever Reddited yourself, Hunter McIntyre? Reddit? How, how do you look over there? No. Someone okay. tried
1: to convince me to get into I'm Reddit. It could be it. a great way to grow your brand, and I was like, "All right, I'll try." And then you just like end up in these weird, weird things. Dude, I think I basically on Reddit, if I looked up a uh, article about you, they probably describe you as an incel. Both you guys. You guys are both yep. like men inside yep. of garages. Like filming each other and like talking amongst each other on blogs, being like, we'll get them all. <laughs> that's
3: us. Intel is a product
2: manufacturer contract services provider with the mis- m- mission to provide innovative life science solutions. That's not me. No. Oh, me. Shit, Intel, a fat misogynistic who worships Call Me Carson and thinks girls shouldn't have rights. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn, that's what this whole podcast is. <laughs> Wow,
3: now, now on CrossFit's Reddit, when people are talking about certain things, there are people on Reddit who will go waiting for Hiller to comment on this. Yeah, <laughs> they know you
1: attract, you attract a lot of energy. If I ever go on a page and you drop a comment, it could be like a two word comment, it's just like boom, and I don't that's get it. That's a
2: good point, that's a good observation.
3: Yeah, that, how- was on, that was on my old account, though. I got to rebuild this new one.
1: You guys have basically taken over the CrossFit world. You guys are like kind of like the black market of media. And I hope you get it back because it went to the buttery butts and nobody likes them.
2: We don't even have 20,000 Instagram followers combined.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you guys guys have true followers. Like I bet you if your page gets knocked off, you could reestablish your page with probably 70 to 80 percent volume within a day.
2: Uh, red Light Quality Fitness, um, all love. Keep up the good work, Mr. McIntyre. You fucking hillbilly. That's
3: legit. <laughs> <laughs> I, or it is signed by hillbilly. That's how I read it.
5: Uh, did, Dan, Guerrero doesn't
2: want, Dan Guerrero doesn't want you giving us any more uh, butt love. Enough. He says enough. These guys are casuals at best.
1: These guys are casuals at best?
2: Hey, dude, you I, know what? I, I guarantee
1: how, Dan Guerrero was the cabin boy getting the dude love. If I had to guess. Um, Whoa, Sarah
2: Cox. Dropping money.
1: Dude, when do I get, when do I get like a just, how do I get a cut out of this, dude? You've been making some serious cash.
3: You got to make sub clips. Didn't you hear him?
1: Fuck. Dude, introducing <laughs> your sub clip team.
2: Uh, I don't want anyone to know who my sub clip guy is. It's fucking crazy. It's, it, it's. And, ba- and you know what he you know what he told me the other day too so we do a show every friday night called the crossfit games update show and the whole premise of a show the show is just kind it's kind of a joke it's to steal because when i used to work there we had a show called the crossfit games update show and there's this pool of like 14 guys i always pluck from to have on the show and he says that show the clips that come from there are just the ones that are just murdering it so he just listens to that and and, and pulls the shit into adobe premiere and spends an hour making little clips from it
1: Dude, having a good sub-clip guy is like having a good handjob hut, like the ones where you go get the rub and tugs at. If you tell other people where it at, you could blow up the spot and ruin the whole thing. So I get why you're keeping it close to your heart.
3: A handjob hut? You've had a, a stranger
2: hut? give you a handjob?
1: I've tried so many times. Never once. Swear to God. A hut? What
2: do you
3: but mean not a hut? lack of
1: trying. You know, dude, so you, you go, know go know to
2: think massage like, parlors think, and get a massage and then think, okay, is this the one that's going to offer you This a has got to be it. I mean, never- needed.
1: You got,
5: look at me. If I, end up, right now, later, you're like, if I ended kid. up
1: on your massage table and you saw this hot piece of meat sitting on your massage table and you're rubbing all these other dirty dudes, you'd assume that they wouldn't eat. They'd like touch my foot for two seconds and go straight to the bean pole. Yeah. But they,
5: they don't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow.
5: <laughs> Do, you have it? Do you have a long skinny
4: penis,
2: penis, Hunter? Like a pencil? Do you have a long skinny penis? Exact shape as this. Oh, okay. Jesus That's- Christ.
1: And the pee oh. hole's the same size.
2: That makes sense. Hey, we am go to the bathroom. we had a whole beer in less than a second. You <laughs> <can>
1: <laughs> I got to give a shout out. This is not a sponsorship whatsoever, but the people saw that I was on podcasts all the time drinking out of like plastic bottles and random cups. And they're like, dude, those cups are so ghetto. Let us send you some. So a while the company sent me these and now it's like my favorite thing to drink out of because it reminds me of my Venus.
2: I can. <laughs> this, this is such bullshit. Ashley Irkenbrack. Hunter's the real deal. Shut up. You just think he's hot. That's it. Stop telling me. He's, if any other man said any of the shit he said, you'd be like, get the fuck out of my house because he's hot and he has a good body. And you feel sorry for him because he has red hair. I mean, I, I know the whole got, shit. It's a cool ski suit. Tell me he's the real deal.
1: This is not a ski suit, dude. This is just casual house wear. That shit's just horny. This shit's nice uh
2: getting anything interesting or controversial out of hunter is like pulling teeth right Bernie I saw you Bernie I love reading your posts you're the only long poster who I read as shit. and uh, man you uh I I, I I saw your first negative post ever uh the other day it was, it, it interesting how is, how is
1: how is methamphetamine and chad doing remember that guy that we had on one time you me Hiller and there was that guy who was just couldn't stop screaming and flexing at the camera.
3: Gary Robert? Oh, that was me. Gary. <laughs> Would you call him methamphetamine Chad? Yeah. That oh, was, yeah, that was Gary. That
1: guy was such a nut.
3: He's that like, Gary yeah, on man. Cats, yeah, dude. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Did you see? <laughs> I was like, this dude's got to be on that.
3: He, he uh Last time I saw him, he wasn't quite that animated. Oh. Yeah, what yeah. happened? I had it's him on. What Dude, happened? Stopped he happened. stopped taking his testosterone. His wife made him.
1: Um, That sucks. He's,
3: yeah, he's completely different.
1: You got castrated?
3: Not completely. He's the same. He's just not as much. He's not on meth anymore, but he's still Gary.
1: Are you still on the juice?
3: I've been off of it since the 9th of August.
1: I can tell because the size of your neck and shoulders.
3: Dude, it's nuts, isn't it? It's dude, so I always, here. everyone's like are you having body dysmorphia? I go oh, no it's fucking cold in Chicago.
1: I always judge people if you can look at people's traps under their oh, shoulders you, know, enough, right? you can tell Thanks. whether or not they've been on the juice.
3: Yeah. There, it, dude, it's, it's actually, it? actually something to that, huh? They're they're yep. kind of gone. Yeah. They're dude, in it's there. Insane. I mean it's a clavicle but I'm different ah, looking.
1: I can't oh, let's do
3: this. Yeah, take I that off. Let's see. It. Come on. I can't tell almost me, you're any
1: up. development inside of my delts. But I've got huge tits, but
3: that's I can't tits.
1: get anything in the delts. What's like, that is a hard- that's your, the hardest 295. 295. I'm not lifting any heavy weights right now, to be honest. I'm just trying to get back in Murph shape, and it's, it's just volume.
3: Right. You're just doing a bunch of push-ups.
1: Dude, it sucks. I've gotten my squat capacity up so aggressively, so quickly, and that's really good because that was something I lacked in last time. But the push ups are just so much work, dude. I'm doing push ups three to four days a week at like really, really high volume and measuring everything heart rate, measurement of hands outside, putting my hands in different places and having like cube one, cube two, cube three, and trying to figure out where I can get the most, like the the most response and the least amount of like muscle overload here, here, here. That's what are you training sucks. for?
2: What are you training for?
1: I want to set the Murph record again. So I oh, first yeah. I was trying to do all this. Like I was going to do like a whole publicity stunt and try to do a campaign and compete against other people. And then I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to do it in my garage. And I just have been putting the work in. Cause it's just a good off season thing to do.
2: I watched so, this. And I watched this. No one can handle my training of uh, log two. Yesterday, good video. That chick is that chick is so fucking hot back there.
3: Um, Ang is that, is that, is that it, chick from earlier? What's her name?
2: Ang is
1: hysterical.
3: Oh, different, different.
2: Is this um, is this part of your Murph um training right here?
1: No, I just like I had a bunch of uh people come out. The, a couple of those people have been in the Elite 15 for world championships. One of the guys is like a 15 15 5k guy. There's just some talented athletes that just wanted to come and get a little bit of work in before season started we have our first championship november 11th so that's eight weeks out and we just did a training camp for it
2: so um, how much will you weigh when you do murph
1: you think you think you'll get light really light i want to i'm a 207 right now i definitely want to be 12 14 pounds down
3: if you quit juicing you'll drop it right away
1: oh i know dude dude it's so (laughs) crazy how how doing Murph just makes you so thick. I got the body of a Puerto Rican woman. I have these huge tits and ass, and I walk around. Jesus, you do it, have a huge you have a huge ass too. You need that though, right? I, I need it for power and dominance, asserting dominance, walking around town. You're but, like a horse. Yeah, um, I'll get lighter. It will just take like probably eight weeks of running in the mountains, and all the weight will come off. Will come off. Um, who's
2: making Who's making these videos for you? This is a good video, by the way. <laughs>
1: Uh, It's my cousin, Alex, my cousin, Alex, we have an editor. Do we've invested? Like the one thing that we did was basically take all of our money in the company and just keep on reinvesting it into media. So we have three full-time media people now, and now we're trying to hire a social media person. And like, I just, I made this mistake. If anybody has the opportunity to do this, I'm just going to tell you how to change your life. uh, If you're trying to be in this space. Take the money you have in your wallet right now and then spend it on somebody like a, a, like a subclip editor. And then take the money you pull from that and then buy a full-time vlog person. Then Take the money you get from that then hire somebody who's like a content creator, like producer who oversees everything and just keep on leveling up as much as you can. And like it starts out with just paying people in the Philippines to post for you on TikTok and stuff like that. And they cut it up and it's 50 cents a post. And then you level up to the people you pay five dollars an hour. Then you pay them fifteen, then fifty, and it changed my life. Like I have made, I have done better from a financial standpoint, sponsor standpoint, business growing standpoint, more so than I have my entire past five years of my career. Just in the past five months.
2: Hey, um, I, I, I want to. Okay. I, I, I don't know if this is – this where this fits in with what you were saying, but for me, we've had a half dozen people try the subclips, and none of them were – I don't know why they didn't work out. But this guy, the the, the reason resilient. why this guy is he's really talented, but he's into the show. The guy we had before him watched the show on 1.5 time. He wasn't into the show. He wasn't into the nuances of the show. He wasn't That's into important. the characters. Yeah, and it's like – um. This guy's totally into the show. So I feel like if someone's not totally into you and in what you're doing that they're not going to have that endless amount of energy. But you're saying fuck you start off with some um some Dude, you got it. We've, we've hired so many
1: people. This guy, like my cousin does an amazing job, but he shows up and he's just there to film and he wants to get things done and like he's just there for whatever. This guy right here uh is my boy I see
2: Sai. My St. Visuals you don't even follow him, Simon Taylor. You don't even follow him.
1: Yeah, but we're bros. We just text each oh. other. Oh. um, I kn- I know him enough that I can look him up in a second. But that dude right there changed changed, changed uh, for, things for us drastically. My cousin lost his passport like a fucking idiot before a world championship, so I had to hire. A for, uh, no, Simon no. Taylor.
3: What, what's what is it? Not uh, one, two, three.
1: Uh, it's st.visuals.
3: ST.visuals. Got it.
1: Yeah. And it just was, it was total like happenstance. It was just totally random that we ended up hiring him because my cousin forgot his passport and couldn't fly over to film me at World Championships. So then we just, I hired somebody through a suggestion. And then he did such a good job that basically. He changed the game for us from a visual standpoint and just kept on rebuilding stuff. Like, go to Builder International, the one over on the right.
2: Oh, shit. Look at your ponytail.
1: Dude, you like that? That was when I had a mullet. Wow. That's when we kind of first met. But, like, almost all of our images and, like, from a visual standpoint, he did. And we didn't, like, we didn't have anything like that.
3: I reached out they to him. He
1: changed the way that we looked. He's
2: you wanted to change your – what did good, you say? Right? Hey, can you change my life like you changed Hunter's?
3: I said Hunter said that you're the man and I should reach out to you for help and content. So I just messaged well, <laughs>
1: him. Admittedly, I've hired him full-time, but if you want, I'm sure he can help you out in any which way you want. But
3: I need him for like 1% of the time.
1: Yeah, but he, he, was a, he was a game changer. And, like, I think you just need to keep on doing that. Like, you guys invested in yourselves, and look where you're at now. Like, you guys went to the CrossFit Games, and from what I could tell, you guys took over the CrossFit Games from a media standpoint more so than any other brands out there.
2: That's true. Hey, um, Hunter, um, do you have a coach?
1: No, but I have advisors. Like my Like, if I want to get fit for running and, like, I talk about just, like, Holy shit. Someone just dropped 50 bones on you. Where? Um, oh,
2: no, that's Mexican money.
1: Oh, Mexican money, dude. That might as well fucking take that money back. Uh, so I contact Rich Diaz if I want to kind of get into shape for something. But in reality, dude, I just buy books. I buy books. And if you read and you kind of do the research, like I wish I could share the screen. But like here's one of the most. Is this even tell me it? what
2: uh, i'll pull it up i just want to say this joe westerland i'd love to talk to hunter about his pursuit of the murph record that'd be a cool show to have joe on i don't know if you know who joe is and and, and talk about <clears throat> um just the nuances and details of murph like just walk through it and really drill down who is that uh, joe he's, he's he's a trainer that's been around forever um a crossfit trainer been around forever uh crazy knowledgeable Crazy,
1: crazy knowledge. Can we talk about how Madero's just completely bombed the CrossFit games? Yeah. Dude, we I can. think 100% the correlation. Level- no,
2: hold on, hold on. Let me see. Hold on a second. Let me see. I have to check the doubt Ching. No, we can't.
1: It says right here. No?
3: <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Dude, I think it's because he got like serious with his girlfriend.
3: How about the dog? You see the dog?
1: About
3: the dog. He got a dog, too. It's a puppy. Hey, this is the best. This is the best fifty dollars ever
2: spent. The question is, can Ricky Mac beat Hunter in High Rocks?
1: No, but I'm not trying to insult Ricky. It's just like the same way it would have taken me forever, if not forever, if not ever, to beat Matt Frazier. If I went like full on into CrossFit, I wouldn't. You have would never
3: him. have beaten him. That's it's the what same I'm saying. way that Ricky will probably never beat you in High Rocks.
1: Yeah, but um. I think dude it really was when he decided to get serious about his girlfriend, he lost that edge. He lost that edge. It, That's why you're 34
3: a, and single, right?
1: Yeah. She she wasn't around, and then all of a sudden she was around. And this is the this is the, the, the axiom of his success. Girlfriend, CrossFit game results. And they just passed two ships in the night.
2: You think you get let's say that is that is true. That was a factor. Well, it is a factor. No one can deny it's some factor, whether it's good or bad. Or um, Do you think it can be um, fixed?
1: I think it can be, but you need to structure yourself a certain way. Like, I think there's some people that have the capacity to be able to have a partner alongside of them the entire time. Those glasses are dope.
2: You're an influencer. You're an influencer. Yeah. I <laughs> was wearing those that one
1: time when I called.
2: That's the only reason why I have them. One of the listeners, a uh, Wad Zombie, bought them for me after he saw <sighs> you on the show with them.
1: Damn. Yeah, I think there's certain people that can and are really do well with a partner next to them, and then there's other people that just don't, and like something just changes. I want
2: you to get granular. So, um, so that I'll give you the the Conor McGregor. You're the best fighter who ever lived. You end up with a hundred million dollars, and you have silk sheets and a private jet. And they say you get soft, and you have kids. They say kids as a fighter will fuck you up. And um, and so, so you don't win any more uh, uh, world championships. What about – is it is it the actual pussy, or do you think it's uh, a relationship? Like what if he was with a dude? Like what do you think about a relationship?
1: It's not necessarily exactly the relationship, so I don't want to make this about his girlfriend because if okay. he ever watches this, he's going to think like I'm attacking his girlfriend. I'm actually attacking him. Okay. So yeah. – The issue is, is like, so I'll I'll admit to you around 2015, I got all this like Oprah money for me at the time. And I got my own television show and like, I just started to like crush it and my results dropped. And then all of a sudden I had to have this like come to Jesus moment. I was like, what the fuck am I doing with myself right now? And I met this man guru of mine. His name's crazy Bobby. Bobby. He was like, all you oh. do is just, like, fuck, fight, and work out. And he's just like, when was the last time you, like, kept that energy in and were, like, more of a warrior? And Bobby's insane, like, in the best way possible. But he'll just, like, talk to you. He's like, what'd you say to me? I'll punch you in the fucking face. It, he has that edge about him still. Even – he's about to turn 60 next year, and he's never let go of it. And he keeps that competitive energy. And he's he, he's had Mariel – Mariel Hemingway has been his partner for his longest time. Like, wow. the ultimate babe. Wow. And – they have this energy where he hasn't lost his edge of being like a very intense masculine man, and she still keeps her feminine presence, and I learned this from him. And I'm not saying – like I'm, I'm not in a relationship right now. I'm not married, so I haven't found that person for me yet, but I know well enough that when I start to lose the edge, like I will tell my partners. I'm like, yeah, like I see what you're saying right now, but it's counterproductive for what I'm doing, and I will always give you everything that I can – But anything beyond that line, I don't go. And like I had a conversation with a girl that she and I were talking to each other and seeing each other. And we never had even hooked up. And I just looked her in the face and I was like, I'm at the point in my life now where the younger version of me would have hooked up with you immediately and then dealt with the damage afterwards. Now I can see it far enough in the future where I'm like, it's not even worth it. Like I'm not going to bring value to your life, anything beyond that moment in the bedroom. Like I'm just not going to. And I don't have time for it. I don't have time to explain it to you, because if you don't already see it and understand it now, then I don't have the time to explain it to you. And eventually, there's this crossroads where I don't know enough about Justin, but I'm assuming I started to see this presence of this girl popping up. As soon as that started to fill the cup a little bit more than keeping that edge, that's when he lost. So if I was his coach, I'd say two things to him. I say. You either have two options. You can be where you're at now or you can be at where you used to be. And all of that is going to 100% relate to the way that you own your time and own your relationships. I don't know what you're pointing to, but... Um, you,
3: you said it. That's it. You're, you're saying everything that everyone's freaking thinking. That's yeah. all. That's it. So good and, on you. I
2: think, can I say something even a little more rash than that? I, don't, I think yeah. it's more than just time. I, I want to go back to the thing where you're like, hey, I'm not banging you. I think a man that's a champion has a fuck you bitch in them. Fuck you bitch. Like to everyone, to men and women. Fuck you bitch. Fuck you bitch. There's fuck this... off bitch. And when you have a girl in your life, you might not feel comfortable saying that to her.
1: Well, every single one of my girlfriends have always said it's the Hunter show and it's a fucking epic show. <laughs>
5: yeah, buddy. And it's so, but so, like, if you God have them, you can't show. still
2: be a, uh, um, uh, uh she, she, t- might you, you might you might need to say you might need to posture and say a hundred fuck you bitches a day to be the champ and all and then you have the love of your life round you're only saying 82 because she can't handle you saying fuck you bitch to her. Fuck yeah. you bitch. And, you, and and so she doesn't know how to be with the champion.
1: You gotta have the right character riding shotgun with you. And now, listen, it doesn't always have to be the male champion. Like I think you can see that Tia's man has rode shotgun to her, he's completely become subservient. <clears throat> To her lifestyle, realizing that she's the front of the ship. Like, if all of a sudden Taylor Swift showed up here right now and was like, You're my dude, I'd be like, Yeah, fuck High rocks. I'm out. Like, I don't need to run in circles anymore. <laughs> and fucking I knew you were stupid. No,
5: How about Oprah? Saying, How about
2: Oprah? You fucking hoe?
1: I would ditch it for Oprah too. But I'm just saying, I'm telling you right now, if you find somebody you're willing to ride shotgun for then be that person who rides shotgun. The only way that rally car drivers win championships is that there's somebody riding shotgun, telling them what's coming up and making the driving easier. If you have somebody who's keeping that and making it complicated and creating any kind of friction, confusion, or any kind of drama whatsoever, that person's fucked. They're not winning championships anymore. And I'm assuming this dude had somebody riding shotgun that was pulling away from the fucking ultimate direction, which is winning. Hey,
2: I want to take swing it back my way. I want to say that you could have integrity and morality, and you need those things to be a fucking winner, but, but nice guys aren't winners.
1: No, and, and dude, that's – The second I you're a nice guy,
2: you're fucked. The second you're a nice guy, you lose a little bit of your testosterone.
1: Nobody writes books about dudes who give high fives, hugs, and are good fathers, and I'm just sorry to say it. They fucking write books about world conquerors. Magellan, this book that I'm reading, listening to right now, basically like went and got in the face of the King of Portugal all the fucking time was like, I deserve to be something. I deserve to be something. And the King of Portugal was like, get fucked. You deserve to be nothing. So he left Portugal and then went to talk to the King of Spain fought like a fucking dog. Everybody in Portugal then ended up hating him for quitting Portugal. And all of a sudden he got the ship that he finally wanted. And now he's one of the most famous people in history because all he did was just told everybody to get fucked until he got exactly what he wanted. And he ended up becoming the most powerful person in the world. Another, I've mentioned this book before virtue of war. They start out in the first paragraph, Alexander the great is telling everybody they're already like seven years into their siege And he's saying, hey, guys, we got to keep going. And everyone's like, well, come on, dude. We've already done it all. He's like, no, we keep going. He goes away for a bit. He comes back. He realizes that everybody didn't do what he told him to. He hung five or six of his best friends and best generals because he realized that there was now all of a sudden mutiny and there there was not aligned messaging and ideal uh, aligned ideas. So he had to kill everybody, crit, restart, keep on moving forward. And most people would be like, you're a fucking dick. But now, guess what? He's not Alexander. He's Alexander the Great. Mm. And, I mean, you, you're definitely not going to make as many friends. If your whole goal in life is to make friends, you should not be a champion, a CEO, a creator, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Where did you come from? Where did what?
3: Oh, all that stuff he just spewed out. I did like four different channels just thrown in there. It was great. It was good.
2: I loved it, too. Victor Rodriguez, I think Justin will be fine next year. So do I. Uh, It was just a tougher year. Oh, I don't think that. I think he's going to have to make some adjustments in his relationship, too. I think this routine will settle in and he'll be strong next year. I know uh, going back to the incel thing, when you are going towards the target, whether you're a man or you're a woman and your partner does anything to distract you and you snap at your partner and your partner takes it personally, that's not the partner for you if you want greatness. If I'm moving fucking towards the target aggressively fast, and my wife—I'll give you a perfect example—if if something happens in the morning before I come on the podcast, my wife will be does not fuck with me at all. It gives me a kiss and says good luck, even if I've been a, just been an asshole to her. She knows that's not the fucking time or the place. Now she may pull me aside afterwards and have a talk with me, but she ne- there's never she never comes between me and the podcast fucking ever we could be in the biggest fight ever and i'm about to go on and she'll walk over me and give me a kiss and be like hey uh, i made your coffee for you i love you go get them
1: well that's she knows
2: and i could right and i could have just
3: told her hey what the fuck are you doing do you think that you can only do one thing well say that again do you think that you can only really want one thing prioritize one thing because what are the what what are the what's the likelihood that justin prioritize winning the games and now, his most important thing is potentially the relationship. No, I, I mean, don't it think it goes along with what you were really saying, Hunter.
1: You just have to you have to delegate, and you it have really to go
3: along with what able able saying.
1: To, you have to be able to delegate, and you also have to be able to decipher what the most valuable thing is in the moment. Like I,
2: mean, I intentionally really be in love. Do you know what kind of love he might be in? Do you remember what it's like? He might be in like first girlfriend love. For all we know, he just lost his virginity to her, and he's fucking over the moon. Do you remember that feeling? That one she never did. comes back.
1: Kelly O'Brien.
2: Yeah, there Oh shit, that was my neighbor's name growing up. Kelly O'Brien. She got it. I think I know her. her. Big huh. Uh, oh what? <laughs> he, I mean, and if he's in just that kind of love, that there's no retrieving him. I mean, he's. I'm on happy a for him. No, Me too. I'm
1: happy it for all him, all- too. You hope that all of a sudden we all like just bump into somebody that makes us forget about all the other shit in our lives.
3: Taylor Swift, right? Taylor oh Swift, shit.
1: dude, T Swift. Oh dude, shit. If I bumped, I, if I bumped into the right woman, I would dip the fuck out. I just be like, what's the point of all of this stuff? I'm moving. That's into why the I retired
3: from I'm, trusting it, dude. I'm I found chopping the right trees. Reason.
1: There you go, chopping down trees, dude. Making a bunch of chitlins, but. I told myself that I was going all in until I won the amount of races that I wanted to and got all these things um, focused on. And then all of a sudden you switch into the next lane.
2: And you and you and you still can't quit because now you're addicted to it and you've lost your identity in racing and
5: athletics.
1: No, dude. I, I think I'm going to be able to walk away very, very well. Like I, I, I intentionally set up business and other things in my life so that I can walk away
3: dude, and not dude. have
1: to be that dude.
3: If it weren't for Alexis in my life, I would still be trying to go to the CrossFit Games. I guarantee it. Yeah. Well, that was <laughs> That's stupid. Rad. That's rad. It dude. would be stupid, right? I, I mean, maybe I make it, maybe I don't. But my life is completely different because of her.
1: Is there jealousy in the house now that she used to be the big name, and all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, you become the cool kid?
3: No. Well, first of all, she's cool. Second of all, I think she fucking loves it. It's, it's cool like danny spiegel blocked her yesterday on instagram or like she realized it we don't know when it happened but she goes what the hell did i do <laughs> i go dude what? you're associated with me what,
1: what did what did you do to danny spiegel
3: she oh uh, i just made a couple of videos on her telling her she needs to squat lower kind of like needs- your, your boy on the push-ups he had to do better push-ups and sometimes it's life-altering and you, you are a blocking spree like mikey swoosh
1: I don't know if that's healthy or helpful to block people that are trying to just maybe make you see something. And I'm not judging. Dude, Danny. did
2: you see what happened with the Mikey swoosh thing?
1: Who's Mikey swoosh?
2: Oh, we won't, That's a whole. If you, if you have a oh, whole day dude. to catch up on drama, it's pretty fun. It's a. Was oh, that about
1: fun. the? Is that about the small guy who got upset with uh, Lauren?
2: Careful, dwarf. Got dwarf.
1: Listen, small, <laughs> small. You're gonna
2: get canceled. Canceled.
1: Small as a measurement, and then people can't identify with that, then that's their own fucking problem. Um, Jedediah
2: Snelson, CrossFit Games athlete. In my experience, home life matters. Oh, by the way, he just won the Barcelona, the Wheel wheel Salona. Adaptive Salona. Jedediah Snelson, in my experience, home life matters, but home life is different for different athletes. Homeostasis can look differently for athletes and what their love language are to be successful. What the fuck kind of gibberish is that, Jedediah? Yeah, Tell man, me that what.
1: was vague. That was some bullshit. That means he hates hand... his
2: life. That's Keep I hit my wife. talking about it. <laughs>
1: Keep your fucking hands off the keyboard. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what the hell were we just talking about? David,
2: David, David, swoosh, swoosh, uh, little people, dwarf. I can tell you right
1: now, I've become really close friends with uh Rasmus over the past year. Anderson, and to know- oh, yeah, shit. that's a cool dude. I met that him like this That He's dude cool. is an eleven. He is an 11. He is the sweetest, funniest, coolest person on the planet. And his wife's amazing, too. So whatever the fuck people are trying to get on her back about, like, losers. Oh,
3: dude, yeah. Losers. Dude, it, it, it did not do any fucking help that I met both of them that same weekend. Yeah, it did dude, not help gotta, him.
1: <laughs> you got to be a loser to try to attack people on the Internet. Like, what do you have going on in your life? Do you need – To pump your own tires up by shitting on other people that's that's thin at best so i feel bad for the guy he must be going through something very hard that he needs to go throw rocks at someone cool like lauren
3: hey Hey, Hey. but you know what now now he's trying to throw mud at the other fittest dwarf because it was a tie for the fittest dwarf Ah. and and he, he put up a story last night on his instagram saying i can't believe people would be using this to try to promote themselves. I can't wait for Wheel inferring that he's gonna take down Tim Murray, who he had tied with for the fittest dwarf.
2: The guy the who he tied for the win came on my show. Is it cool? And he basically said, "Hey, that guy, you're fucking." He said this to his his colleague, the other the other fittest dwarf tied with. You're a scumbag for going on that bigot show. It's like, dude, you're the fucking bigot, not me.
3: Hmm. Yeah, dude, that's fucking nuts.
2: I'm a guy who inter- interviews porn stars. I'm not a bigot. No big deal,
1: dude. I don't hold anything against
3: nobody. Hey, give me two seconds. I can pull that up.
2: Hey, I want to. Um, uh, Hunter, there's this guy that uh, I would rather do the right thing and be disliked while losing all my followers than do the wrong thing and chase followers. Don't be exploited by bigots to make them look good. Because this guy came on my show, he's saying that I exploited him. I exploit everyone who comes on the show. It, it makes it irrelevant.
3: It's ubiquitous. What, what,
1: why, why? did he come on the show?
3: Uh, I mean, you, I, I a, did, yeah. you had three things: one, but two, you three. Have, you had three reasons. Yeah. The you third reason fame. was this reason. Yeah.
2: Well, so there was this drama
3: around this guy
2: Mikey Swoosh, who claimed he was the fittest guy in the world, uh, fittest dwarf in the world. CrossFit claimed him to be the fittest dwarf in the world. Then Hiller found out that this guy. Erase the image of the guy who he tied with on his post so he took a fucking photoshop and erased the guy and so that made me think oh okay i should invite this guy on so the two reasons i invited him on is because hiller showed me that he got erased off but then the other two reasons are obviously because he's the fittest in the world and then the third reason least the most important but, but still very important is that he's a dwarf and he's the only dwarf i've had on the show you're the only high Rocks winner i've had on the show oh wait maybe i had that chick you're
1: on. exploiting the shit out of me i do I don't. really I hope care, I do. Man.
2: I want to. I want to. Yeah, I mean, to. I
1: mean, it's it's meant to be a show. You know what the best shows were was like Jerry Springer's and stuff. Like that was Jerry, the clinical. Jerry,
2: Jerry I don't want to be Jerry. like that though. I do not want to be like that.
1: You kind of are the Jerry Springer uh, of CrossFit. Please
2: don't. No, man.
3: The uh, third. Can you be both? It's like a
2: hybrid. No, I want to be um uh, Mike Wallace. 69. How about Mike Leno or Jay Leno?
1: I love. I fucking love. What's the name? Doctor Phil. <laughs>
5: Jeez. I love Doctor no. Phil,
1: dude. No. That is so funny. Have you ever seen the splice up of Alex oh, Jones no. talking and Doctor Phil talking? No, they're the best. I mean, they are just—it's electrifying. It's who's
3: the uh, "You're Not the Father" guy?
1: Uh, that's Maury. Okay, Maury's the shit, you dude. I, right. I don't want to be any in.
2: of those dudes.
1: I definitely deserve to have my own show like that. I could definitely serve a lot of the world's problems.
2: Hey, could I – I want to show you something, you guys, something really quick that I want to really fucking champion.
1: What's up? What's up? Let's do this.
2: So there's this buddy of mine, uh, Joe Nels. He owns a CrossFit gym, CrossFit Kenosha, speaking of Kyle Rittenhouse. And he basically heard Don Fall say, hey, I want to have 30 million uh, new CrossFitters in the world, right? So this guy's like, hey, that's fucking not going to happen on its fucking own. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to get a new – gym member every single day oh he took that along with something greg glassman said greg glassman said that if you're out in the wild and you're walking around and you don't see someone and you see someone who needs to go to the gym and you don't approach him he says fuck you you're not a gym owner you're not a coach it's kind of like if you're a christian and you're not doing good deeds you're not a christian it's kind of like if you're a thief and you see a wallet to steal and you don't steal it you're not a thief you're just not you're just not you're not dedicated to your craft so this guy fucking embraces that hunter and he's like hey i'm gonna do 30 for 30 for 30 days, I'm gonna make sure that I add one new fucking client to my gym, and he's Dude. starting the series. I think it's gonna be absolutely amazing. You want to watch episode one? I haven't seen it yet.
1: Have you ever sure. heard of Baba Ramdas?
2: Yeah, yeah, Baba Ramdas.
1: Ramdas talks about where basically, like you know, basically people kind of like projecting um, what's going on inside them. What's that?
3: I, I, when you, I, I do want. I want to get back to that, but Bob Ramdas.
1: But but it's interesting. He brings up this one moment, and I can't remember the – I'm paraphrasing this, but he goes, if a man – a pickpocket bumps into a saint, he can only see the person's pockets. So you have to, like, have this intense vision and intensity in your life where you're only going at things with absolution through the eyes of the world that you see. And I think if you are a really good coach, you should want to kind of heal the world through fitness. And – What's that I had a
2: friend who was only into boobs and all his chicks had horrible asses.
1: That's cool, dude. That's cool, dude. That's a man who's charging on the plan.
2: He's only he only saw he only saw wallets. Okay. That's right. Let's go here let's go. watch
1: episode one. It better be here. legit. Is he just walking up to people? He's hey, just get, we'll if see he goes it. to Walmart's he'd be killing it.
2: Okay, here we go. Target target. Day one. I haven't seen all
0: this. All right. Off to our first stop Meyer, we're gonna get some sweet potatoes the side of new members
2: i like that <laughs> what's he do with the
5: show so if I like
0: the
2: person that's moving
0: around the store is like really going straight to something to grab it and get out and doesn't want to be bothered i don't want to feel like i'm slowing them down on their day so my name is joe you're across it yeah yeah there's actually a gym just on the road yeah. yeah yeah
1: what do you know about it Dude, look at that that foot placement right there. That's key. Do you see he's up on his toes? Yeah. That's a flirting position.
2: Okay.
5: Okay. Good. Good.
1: Good move. Yeah, so it's just a little bit of mix like
0: running, training, lifting, a little bit of fun stuff like that. You want to come try sometime? Jordan felt like he was kind of perusing and like looking around and trying to figure things out. He felt approachable to me. Jordan, great meeting you. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Shoot for like 515. I'll shoot you the address. I got your number. I'm here I just met
2: Joe. 515.
5: That's hard.
3: Bingo.
0: This success should be addicting, right? It should be habit forming. Like me walking in, getting someone already makes it way easier to want to go do more of it. Of course, there's going to be objections and people we don't get, but like it's a win win, right?
1: As far as goes, I'm not-
2: he got one already, just like that. That was
1: that easy. This dude's a pickup artist. I bet you he cruises babes. A Pua.
3: He's a Pua. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Smoked ribeye.
0: A Eaton, Matt Quentin. uh, Working here at Mission Barbecue. So CrossFit. CrossFit. What do you know about
5: it? Well, a buddy of mine—he's the—he uh, well, he just made commander of an Oh, nice! Yeah, we yeah. Played football together in high school. Is he exclusively going no,
1: after field. black people? Uh,
2: well, yeah. I would like to see a little diversity. I'm very disappointed.
5: <laughs> yeah. So what's going about on a here? Decade ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't made it. So like my trainer, like he was sick yesterday. Yeah. Right. So whenever he's sick, or like I, I'm tempted to slip up. So how, how do I get how do I get rolling with you guys?
0: Put your information. Then I'll put it in your system. So when you come on in, okay. um, you don't have to do that ahead of time.
2: Oh, I like that. I like that.
1: Dude, that's it's that's, that's how you pick up chicks, dude. That you have to like slide your phone across them specifically, telling them an actionable. It's like, hey, don't just give me your number. You're giving me your number because you're gonna get this. This yeah. dude Ooh. is a pickup artist genius. Oh dude, he's the got oh, to get right. that dude booty.
5: Dude booty. Oh
2: shit. Five thirty AM. That dude came. The other guy dude, did dude, the other dude, dude, dude ditched dude. him. Day two, Holy shit! Hey, that's a fast edit. That was a fast two minutes. It was quick. No wonder my wife complains. Wow, no. that is fast. So hey, you- I made I made
3: one with him. I put it up on Instagram this morning. He's just walking around on a street corner with a sign, you know, "Hey, do CrossFit," giving out business cards. Do you um? Do you think
1: that those blue light blockers are good?
3: They, if I wear them, it'll take away a headache. That's all I know. So if I stare at the screen too long, my head will start to hurt and then I'll put them on and it'll knock that out. Really?
2: Oh my yeah. God. There's so many fucking Hiller Fit fucking Instagram accounts. What the fuck is somebody?
3: That? Somebody made an 8.0. I don't know did, who it is.
1: Did someone knock out your, your page?
3: Yeah.
2: What happened? Yes, yeah, so I got. The dwarf did. The dwarf did. You
1: could can yeah. get canceled because of that guy?
3: It, I, every time I look into it, all it says it brings me to community guidelines and then the community guidelines all state bullying and I'm like, I wasn't bullying anybody, but I was reported a bunch. And it knocked I'm,
1: me out. I think I've been reported a bunch because anytime I DM somebody, it always like tells me like this is a safe environment, please be nice. I'm like, What the hell kind of person do you think I am?
2: Hey, I got I so told someone that they were killing it and I got fucking a two day ban one time. Because <laughs> They, they said I was promoting suicide. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's watch it. So this is the guy, Joe Nels. I'm telling you, this, this is, is going to become the biggest series. This is going to be the biggest tool that affiliates have. I I, I'm a, I wonder if CrossFit's contacted this dude yet. This is fucking – this is massive. If you're an affiliate, this guy's going to set the fucking world on fire for you.
0: Meats, veggies, nuts, seeds, some fruit, a little starch, some sugar. Got to
2: make some signage. <laughs>
1: It's I eat like none me. of those yeah, things, and I got a way better body than him.
2: What? We did get kicked out. Hey, shut it, Hunter. He has a great fucking body.
1: I gotta
0: say.
2: His dad didn't fucking abuse him as a child, so he doesn't have that fucking uh, flight Underneath
1: or... This shirt, dude, is just slabs of sex meat.
2: He's not always in fight or flight like you.
0: <laughs> I mean, oh, that's fine.
2: There's no gold back
1: now. Dude's a hussy. The he walks. He is a hoe. Oh. Jesse, you got your,
0: I want you to actually. I want your job to be handing out business cards. Give him the card. This Look at a
2: boss right and his girl around. That's what. Hey, that's what Justin needs to do to his girl. <laughs> he tells her what she she needs to do, and then fucking give him a card right there. And she likes that. Everyone wants direction. Everyone likes that.
1: Have you seen that video going around on the internet right now of the guy who's uh, in Michigan and he's driving a truck and all the wood falls off the back? No. He just lights, like, this woman's like, why did you drop this wood? He's like, I don't let women tell me what to do. (laughs) 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 All right, great, great Kia. Get him.
2: No charge Hey, dude! If he gets 30 members, that's 60,000 in a month. That's 60,000 bucks he made. And do you know how many fucking affiliate owners should be inspired by this? By the way, you don't have to do this. This is just crazy what he's doing. All you have to do is do that with fucking. He, he was going to store to get sweet Check potatoes, and he, just down the road and on Highway
0: 50. Just down the road, free week. Yeah, mix things up. Yeah, I've hey, man, we'll get you better mobility. We'll get you. This is just called called caring about your job.
1: It's called caring about growing a community. Like I don't – I own a supplement company. I don't just like say, oh, I have supplements inside of a warehouse somewhere. Like I have to go out and fucking get customers every single day. So I am proud of this guy, but anybody who's watching this and this is news to them.
3: uh, $6,000. Sorry, sorry, sorry,
2: Sean. sorry. $60,000 a year, I meant. Sorry. And hey, and, but, but Sean, to, um, uh, so, so I said $2,000, you get 30 members a month. Um, if, if you get 30 new members this month, it would be uh, 60000 for the year, just for that one month of extra work. But a lot of affiliates would say to me, what are you talking about, 2000 It's $3,000 for the year. And oh, David, I, love- you, I, love- I don't even know what you're talking about, but you need to shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, shut your fucking mouth, David. Mike,
2: stop feeding David fucking alley-oops so he can dunk him.
1: Dude, Cave Dastro, that's a solid YouTube name.
2: Oh, shut it. it. Shut it. Shut <laughs> it. Fucking
1: uh, mouth. Thank dude, you. Dude, that God is awesome. Damn.
2: Fuck off, right, David.
1: How do you feel about the Richter scale when you're voting on how attractive somebody is? I decided to take out sevens and eights because everybody will be like, yeah, I know she's about a seven or eight. Oh, so I've taken cool. out, out – So now that person has to be a six or a nine. And you almost never hear anybody talk about the fives and below. So I'm trying to give some love to the full spectrum here. So you and I, you guys, we all know what a nine looks like. I mean, it's like, holy shit, what the hell is that person doing here? And then you know what a six looks like. But everything in between is this, like, safe ground. We're taking it out.
3: I'm going to keep that for the rest of my life. 100%
1: 100% dude I
3: really enjoy Resonate,
1: that I'm glad that resonated with you I, that was
2: over my head dude,
3: no be, dude like Alexis is is like the, the, the top of the top for me and everything else is going to be a 6 then yeah <laughs> or you can just say it's a 9 so Alexis is a 10 why can't eight, someone be a 7 eight? or
1: 8
3: because, because dude, everyone just, says they're a 7 and everybody or 8 everybody loves to say else. that yeah hour. you gotta Everyone's take like, that oh, out yeah, I'm scared it's cool being obvious an
1: eight.
3: obvious oh yeah and it's not that offensive you know
1: I also had this other epiphany to understand whether or not, because I'm going over to England all the time, Europe for work, the metric system or the imperial system. And how do you know that the imperial system's better? I said, if you tell somebody how big your cock is, what do you use? Inches. Oh, what do they exactly. use? Over there?
3: What do they use? You're not
1: gonna tell how somebody have got like a forty centimeter cock. It just doesn't make
5: <laughs> no. any sense. No. It's always an in inches.
1: So that is you yes. are you they don't do wow. that? They don't
5: do that over there.
1: Wow. I've been having these things that have been blowing my mind recently.
2: Wow, I'm all about the metric system, but you're right. If you give your dick length in metric system, you're a douche
3: nozzle. <laughs> See so I'm wow. not familiar with wow. the Richter stammer
1: mind blown.
3: blown. <laughs> wow. So you said this is a Richter scale. I don't. I don't know the Richter scale.
1: The Richter scale and chicks like the the, the, the hot spectrum earthquake here. scale. But you, yeah.
2: you're from the God. You talk uh, like you're 50. You talk like you're You're like from my generation. We had the Richter scale for girls. Wait, but think about girls, We used to only go to four, by the way, and we used the De- Dewey decimal system. We had like you know
3: 3.2s or. You can still be a five though, right? Or a four or a three. Is you that right? You can be
1: anything. But you have to understand, like a one is nothing. And two is something. Three is something. Four is something. But the distance between four and five is the same as between one and five, uh, four. It, it It's infinitely more powerful every single time you go up a number. So, like, when by the time you get to those nines and tens, it's these mythical creatures. Yeah, yeah.
2: Tens are mythical creatures. Tens are really
1: creatures. The- hey, you really know what's
2: crazy though in CrossFit? There's a lot of sixes in CrossFit who present as nines.
1: Oh yeah, dude. I mean, Cross listen, me. you That's can take me. you can take a shitty car to the car wash and put a wax job on it, but at the end of the day, after a couple of laps, that wax is gonna fade. Like you, yeah. you gotta understand, like uh, if you put like a good old sheen of sweat over the body of somebody who's not that attractive, and you put them in extremely tight and exposing clothes. You could dupe somebody quick.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: That's why if you if you ever been at a bar and then all of a sudden it's time for the bar to shut down, they turn the lights on fully, and you look at the person you've been talking to and you're like, Holy fuck, that's a pterodactyl. Like
2: this you know, is that's happened to you? Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Like, what? Whoa,
5: what the fuck?
2: Wow. <laughs> like,
1: you ever like you know the entrance of the movie Blade, where it's like in like a techno club and it's all dark and strobe lights are going off. Great movie, like, great. Everybody movie. is smoking hot in that moment. But if you yeah. turn those lights on, it's a tragedy. Those are all extras; <laughs> those are not stars.
5: Uh, Rebecca
2: Rebecca Vitteson is a nine, nine plus. Who is that dude? I, it would be hard to argue that Rebecca. There's these two <laughs> girls uh, who are new to the scene. Rebecca and Abigail Domet. They're like,
1: dude, they're I like, love. <laughs>
2: They Matt fell out Marv.
1: Is she hot or is she just naked? That is a perfect way to explain the CrossFit games.
2: Oh, Matt Marv. Yeah, Matt Have you Marv ever seen young.
3: Anybody who just like isn't as good once they're naked, like they, they lose attractiveness for whatever reason.
1: 110%, yes. dude. Lululemon yes. like, okay. has completely yeah, manipulated sure. the market. Completely. Hey, I saw it, this. It can group.
3: go either way. It can go Here's up or down.
1: Thing.
2: Here's another thing too about CrossFit. But Sometimes people are hotter. There's a, this group of people who are hotter walking on their hands. Like when you see them upside down, they look hotter.
1: That's because their butt's at eye level.
3: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So it's it, it it, way eye. that their muscles stretch and flex while they're moving.
1: Hmm. Maybe. These are interesting things, guys. It takes being an hour and 51 minutes into the show to be able to get to these really valuable topics.
3: We should make an entire crossfit. Go, go through the leaderboard and one to ten using this Richter scale thing, leaving out sevens and eights.
1: Dude, you know. Uh,
3: what is the uh, hunter answer the whole thing, Ed, though?
1: Eddie If tried to get me to do this a couple years ago, and I just opted out. I was like, dude, there's no way. Yeah, like, that was a good idea. I would just get in so much trouble uh, as is. You know what I've been thinking about this entire show? I just signed with Puma, and I've got a couple other contracts that I'm doing. And I've really just – at the point in my life where I just don't give a shit. I'm authentically myself, but I haven't signed a piece of paper like this in a while where there's like that indemnification clause where at any point in time where if all of a sudden you create some kind of risk for their business structure, that they can just ax you. Yeah. This whole show has been on the edge of that indemnification Do that sound effect
2: again. Yeah.
1: So I may no longer be a Puma athlete.
3: Puma? You mean those god awful sweatpants?
1: Uh I just run with them for shoes. My clothes is represent represent makes what's wrong with your sweatpants?
3: Your sweatpants are cool.
1: Sweatpants shorts? It's
3: because you're Armenian, dude.
1: Oh, right.
3: I guess how you get Armenian? Yeah.
2: Red (laughs) Pumas with gold writing, uh, Puma sweats with a gold chain. Those things are awesome.
3: (laughs)
1: The the track the tracksuit swag.
2: What if I Google? Hey, was that guy pissed when you put his balls in his mouth uh, when you were um, bench pressing in that video on your vlog?
1: No, that's my one of my best friends, Caleb. Okay,
2: so he's okay Listen, with that.
1: You should be able to amongst your friends be able to do things like that. I mean, like I grew up in a household with three older brothers, and I was a wrestler, and I went to military school. Like all of the actions that I'll probably do until the day that I die are rooted from those eight, uh, those periods of my life.
2: Okay, so it's cool. And we laugh.
1: We laughed the whole time that trip and yeah, do it
2: again he said do it again
1: yeah dude listen what people see on the internet they don't understand there's some deep deep rooted you know relationships here involved. there is
2: there, look there's puma armenia wow
1: armenia yeah what
3: hey dude when i think puma this is this is what i think the right, smudge right, the puma right line right here this is it this is Damn. puma
1: that's legit oh yeah yeah that yeah, looks lit yeah. though dude that yeah. looks really lit
3: yeah yeah, but yeah. I I can see you wearing this. I think you would fit well as a puma dude.
2: Damn, you would look so good in that. My sons would look good
3: in that. Holy shit, that's nice. I'm ba- I'm backtracking on my comment. This is good. I like it again. I'm into Swag it.
2: Swag outfits. God. Damn. I don't wear leggings, David. I wear long johns.
1: Uh Gosh, damn it, guys! I got a meeting in five minutes.
3: All right, just me too. Just, just me come too. in, just come into this.
1: Oh, I have. So, I'm such an adult now. It sucks.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. It's hey, like, look am spreadsheets and numbers.
2: I'm going to. Um, I'm coming to LA. Uh, I'm going to Newport in December, December 10th. Let's hang out.
1: I will fly okay. back from Yugoslavia straight to come see you.
2: Where? You're where? When did that? Obvious.
1: I'm supposed to be in Frankfurt or in London around that time, but I'm coming back for you.
2: Okay. That's also Tell the best that. time of year. Tell me when I'm in uh, Sarah, uh, and, and I'll let Sarah know. Maybe she can scrounge up a room for you.
1: Ooh, Daddy wants to stay at the beach. Hiller, yeah. are you coming too? Hiller, does that mean that your relationship with Sarah is over because you're no longer on the juice?
3: No, man. I'm on. I'm uh, gonna be doing peptides and crap.
1: I think you should do peptides. anybody who doesn't know about peptides uh, doesn't understand the way the body works.
2: You do peptides?
1: I can't technically, but I I mean, I don't get drug tested for high rock, so I could do whatever the fuck I want. But I mean, peptides have become this thing. If you listen to like an interview with, uh, I think it was probably like around 2017, 2016, you listen to Charles Poliquin discuss about how peptides are the future. They've basically they've known for well over a decade about the value of peptides and how you can enhance the body really, really. At a drastically insane level. Which and ones do you like? I don't know. It's like CX par PT. Like, I don't I don't know the category of them. But honestly, all right, all right. if I was going you, to take them, I would know.
2: I'm gonna tell you this uh, true, true. So I uh, so I heard my bicep and I started taking um, BPC and TB five hundred in my bicep, and I did that Thank for about a month. And I would say it got king. better, but like I don't know if it got better from the peptides or from resting or from Hiller came and rubbed a butter knife on my arm. So but but I but it did get better. But a few – this is a true story. About a week ago, I started limping really, really fucking bad. Three of my toes were fucking killing me. And I was a little bit of in a panic. I was like, what the fuck happened? It was like my toe, my three baby toes were broken. And I was reaching out to anyone to try to figure out what was going on. And I was limping so much that uh, my, my, someone started some damage in my calf. So I got some more BPC, and I shot in like four times the dose you're supposed to right in between my toes. Yeah. In the next fucking day my foot was 100% better.
1: Yeah, dude. It's going to be the healing. It's going to be the thing that kind of changes the world and you know pharmaceutical companies don't necessarily have control of it so they're probably not going to let it grow at the rate that it should. But if I was going to if I was going to cheat right now, I probably I'd have to spend a shit ton of money, but I would be on some form of like EPO and then I'd have to have somebody who's like constantly tracking my blood and also tracking the, like, I'd have to wear a heart rate monitor at nighttime to make sure that my heart, like, you didn't, I don't know if you know this, but during the Tour de France, these guys would have to wear heart rate monitors because the, the amount of hemoglobin in their blood would slow down their heart rate so much to the point where it would almost stop. And then I'd be on, like, so, some low level of testosterone, and then there's probably peptides that would also enhance that as well. And I think you're probably... not okay. like
2: Pillars Regiment.
1: Yeah. Dude, I think... It is. Like, you're, there's probably a lot of CrossFitters that are doing things like this right now. Like like high rocks doesn't make enough money for anybody. Like we're actually, I think it's $50,000 for first place this year. So it may start to bring in some dirtier people, but it's crazy. The low level shit that all these CrossFitters keep on getting caught with. They're just one. They're dumb. And two, they got caught. You should not get caught cheating.
2: Caller. Go ahead.
5: Chevy, okay. first time, in time. How are we doing? I'm great. I'm great. Um, I just wanted to call you because I owe you guys a thank you, a big thank you. Um, my don't surprise me with the onesies for my new baby.
2: Oh, sweet, sweet. I reposted yeah, it. I reposted it. That's yeah. awesome.
5: Yeah, they were. We just wanted to, to say thank you, and we really appreciate it.
2: Oh, that's awesome. I really hope that popping sound in the phone is your phone and not my new um, roadcaster. I'll be so fucking bummed. Look at this Hunter, before you go, look at this fucking onesie. Hey, you want to know that you want to know uh, the story? Did she, did your wife tell you the story behind it?
5: Uh, A little bit. I don't know the full details, but she told me a little
2: bit. It was one of the, so she she sent an email and she's like, um, can I have a onesie? Uh can you guys make me a onesie so we sent out the email to have the onesie made oh there it yep. is there it is look at it that's your kid by the way
3: yeah congrats yeah. CEO uh, onesie thank
5: you
2: CEO oh, onesie please. so then your wife sends um so then your wife follows up with hey can you sign it and I just went from like absolutely loving <laughs> her to hating her like in like three seconds <laughs> I text Souza, like, oh. fuck I hate her now I went from being at, like, what the fuck
5: yeah. She was doubling down on the flattery. Oh my
2: god. Sign- my god! Signed. My god! You know what? Susie told her. He goes, if they send those onesies to Seven's house, you'll never see them again. And that was the fucking
5: truth.
1: <laughs> guys, yeah, I, I gotta piss like a maniac. I'm out. Okay, go pee, Hunter. Bye.
5: Bye, Hunter. Hey.
1: Good seeing you guys. I love and miss you both. Okay, you talk. Too, hey,
5: sure you have You yeah.
2: Peace. Uh, well, caller, should, should we? Um, we should probably sell those, huh? The onesies. Absolutely. Absolutely how is it nice material perfect okay
5: good. baby slept in the last night
2: oh that's awesome
5: yeah they're awesome so just uh yeah i i know she told you i was uh, you know i i work for myself pretty much listening to the podcast all day long or catch up on ones i missed and uh
2: is the baby breastfeeding
5: absolutely oh i
2: love it good titties are good tons of breastfeeding (laughs) endless feeding tons don't believe yeah. anything oh, yeah. anyone she, says let the baby come in your bed don't try any sleep shit yeah. just put your baby in the bed yeah. with the big old set of titties and another thing is is you should enjoy those as much as you can forever uh, as you can because those won't be there forever they're really a remarkable yeah. a phenomenon um boobs with milk <laughs> what a fucking crazy yeah. lucky event for sure a seismic event
5: yeah it was funny because she was on my ass because um i didn't do a ton of or anything leading up to the the birth and um but i kept telling her like all the stuff i would hear on your podcast and she'd kind of just like roll eyes like whatever and then because um, she was actually through the birth fit, birth fit um to get uh certified oh cool um, okay so she yeah so she was doing all the reading and studying and this and that and i was just sitting in my working every day listening to you so that was my equivalent
2: Hey listen, I'm I'm the greatest dad in the world. I'm the most knowledgeable parent that's ever fucking walked planet Earth or at least currently yeah. alive. It just ask me and I'll tell you. So if she needs um let me know if you want me to send her a note or something.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah.
2: keep me posted. But, um, that's awesome. I'm so stoked. I will.
5: Okay. I will. All right, thanks, Emmy.
4: All right,
2: bye brother. But I got to So so this new roadcaster has a pop in it too. God. So I guess I'll just reset it every show, It's just the way the Roadcaster is.
3: I know zero about those things. I think it's incredible you got to keep getting new ones.
2: It's the third one this fucking month, Roadcaster 2. Oh,
3: They're soon. expensive, aren't they?
2: Yeah, but I um uh, I only paid for two of them. I I sent one back and got refunded. Well, I'm supposed to get refunded. Do they
3: understand there's something wrong with them or what?
2: I don't know what they say. I I don't actually do it through them. I do it through Amazon, so I don't have to fucking talk to them.
3: So how many baby onesies are you going to sell them?
2: Wow. Look at Graciano Rubio. BirthFit is one of the best seminars I've attended. Wow.
3: Interesting. I didn't know he's given birth. I've heard it's possible now, though. And breastfeed. He got some big old titties. Gasiano. He, he's got the biggest traps, lower traps. You know, not, not like not these guys up here, which are, uh-huh. are also big, but the ones that are down here. I remember, I think I met him first at the broken science thing. And I was like, I've oh, hey, heard- what's up? Like, give him a hug, and his traps are just, they're like shark fins. They're huge. I've never heard of lower traps. Just like, you know, there's, here, can you, should I pull up an anatomy chart?
2: Yeah, I forgot to tag the guy who made this shit. At Guy, son of a bitch. At All right, what if I hear? Guy, what's that guy's name? Did you see what I posted this morning on my Instagram?
3: I think I was looking at it as I came out of the show. Here, this thing right here. Like, this part of his trap is just fucking huge.
2: Oh, and Olympic lifted. Uh, I th- I heard Mike Bergner say that's when you know someone's strong
3: when they got stronger of those. Dude, they're they're huge. I can't. I don't know how many times I can say that, but they're big. It's incredible. You saw that shit Pedro's doing. What's which, which one? Where he's
2: doing the fake news. Yeah. Oh yeah. That shit's amazing, right? I haven't seen his most recent one yet. Well, Washington. oh, you guys, but I I had to one up his ass with this.
3: That's that's ass- this is good.
2: Yeah, this I had to one up his ass with this. And letting Pedro take the lead. Here we go. Oh shit. Oh, it's ringing. Yeah. That's what you get for not shaking my hand. I
5: just to fucking cold call your ass. Hello, what's
2: Laura? Uh hi Laura, this is Sevan. Hi. Hi. How are you? Is this? this is Devon. Remember me? The, the, the reporter oh. from the CrossFit Games. Yeah. Hi. Come on.
3: Why is she a black girl? Uh, I wouldn't say she's black. She's just, you know, not white. All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm live on my podcast and I was just trying to put on my. Oh, my God. I'm fucking
3: dying. Okay. It's great. It's good the uh, the back and I like when it clips over to Caleb. Me too. Me yeah, too. Just like, he's just sitting there, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> oh shit, it's <laughs> The clips to Caleb sitting over there are hilarious. Okay, where's uh? Let me see, uh, Pedro, fucking Pedro, Pedro's fucking taking the world
2: by storm. To...
3: He he got mad at me because I stole one of his, his one liners though. He, um, I think,
2: um, him and Spin have now passed uh, the Lone Ranger show in terms of relevancy of uh, YouTube stations in the space. Because the Lone Ranger show is unbearable.
3: It's this is it's kind of crazy. Uh, here did we you go. See, did I send you the the spreadsheet of the the the, uh, the the sponsor packet? Yes, I saw it. And it's funny. I look at it and I think it was another Peterism, patriotism that was this is how much it costs to have our viewers skip the first 15 minutes of every show.
2: Oh shit.
3: Like that. (laughs) Please don't bring it up. (laughs) Please don't bring it up.
2: I'll do it. I'll do it on mine. Yes. 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 Yeah. All right. I feel bad for them that that's
3: out like that, to be honest with you. Why? Uh, I, uh, do you have one of those? No. And if you did, would you want it being thrown around? No. Why not? Are you not worth that? No, I'm, I'm worth that. I just... So why do you um, care if everyone knows how much people pay? If you're worth it.
2: It's not so much how much people pay. Well, maybe it's because I don't think that they're
3: worth that, what they ask. Exactly. That's I, what and, I'm and, at, dude. That's and, what I was getting I, at.
2: Oh, okay, well, then it worked. And I also just... Um... <clears throat> I guess it's how the real world works, real world works and how adults work, but I find something really insincere about it.
3: Insincere about what?
2: Like fake, just like, like saying, Hey, I'm going to do this for you for money. Like, like whorish, like I'm embarrassed.
3: It's very, I'm embarrassed to do stuff. It's very what? It's very pristine. So I understand,
2: you know, Uh, Jake Chapman, Sevi, can you get uh, uh, James Townsend back on, please? Hold on. Oh, what do you mean very pristine? What's that mean?
3: Like You clean? look at it, and it was very well put together. And yeah. you, I, I can see someone saying, hey, we're looking to sponsor the show. And then they just forward them that little pamphlet. So it's streamlined. But yeah, I'd rather talk
2: to me or Sousa. And, and maybe they do talk to the people first and have intimate relationships. But it just seems so... It's too transactional. I don't want, I don't know if I want stuff like that in my life directly that close to me that's just transactional.
3: I also saw one for the morning shock up. Oh, goodness. Which, goodness. If, if we're talking about things that wouldn't be worth it.
2: Uh, Sevi, can you get James Town? Yeah, for sure. Sevi, can you get James Townsend back on? Uh, first of all, why? Why should I have him back on? But second of all, um, it was funny you say that because I want to, um, I was, I'm trying to think, we're getting ready to do the Crash Crucible. And I was thinking, oh, I should have James Townsend on all those. I was actually thinking about I should have start um, inv- seeing if James Townsend would come on the CrossFit Games Update Show with me too, because he's been on the show, but not enough to where it's like it's like it's good when he's on, but it's not perfectly smooth yet. And I need to have him on way more. And he I like it. Reps. what he needs some reps. Oh, I or I need reps with him too. But also, like, there's Ooh. topics that I really want to hear his opinion. I want to hear his opinion on camps. I'm really curious what his opinion is on camps. And he would add so much to
3: that conversation, but why do you want him on? Just out of curiosity. Hey, Patrick Clark, if this is true, then how come seven has, I don't know how many sponsors you got 10. Where the fuck um, is your, sheet?
2: Oh, yesterday. I forget
3: uh, what he said. Uh, the
2: one sheet is what sponsors ask for when it comes to sales.
3: Yeah. Didn't you I, say I, yesterday I, you're I, making as almost as much money as you made at CrossFit now? Dude, it's the sponsorships crazy. Where the fuck is your sponsor sheet? We don't have one. There you go.
2: But we have relationships with like people and you know what there was someone else I forgot to mention yesterday. We have a yesterday a sponsor paid us uh $2000 and I've never I forgot that this person was even our sponsor. I couldn't even tell you their name again. It's a
3: That's crazy.
2: It's a It's a wellness app. It's like it's a, it's an app where you can get psychological help an app
3: do i yeah. even know of it? what is it
2: no i don't think you i've never talked i've never once talked to you about it i forgot they were sponsor
3: they're, they're like trying to they're trying to poke you about hey dude we're still here we're not one
5: like, mention.
2: well it's because we get so many fucking views on itunes and spotify and i don't play with that shit at all but that's like that thing in itself is generating all of its all sorts of crazy revenue that i don't that i don't pay attention to i just follow youtube Sp- paper street is that really gabe right there Hey, if it isn't, it fits. A sponsor sheet. LOL. Yeah. But but also, like, Patrick, you're kind of in a different world. Like, you're kind of like in, I don't know, like, adult world.
3: I'm not in a world. What world are you in? Oh, he's joined Hunter McIntyre in adult in like, world?
2: I'm like, um, honest world, true world. I'm like in, like, I'm in a a different, um, I'm in a totally different world. Okay, Oh, let's watch this.
3: It's like uh, Instagram versus Twitter. It's like this. The number one watch thing on
2: the entire fucking planet is porn. Patrick Clark's world would never mention porn. This isn't to dig at you, Patrick. My world acknowledges porn regularly. So like like I live in tr- I live in the true world I'm not like in compartmentalized world anything can be talked about in my world
3: awesome you get what I'm saying good good, good analogy yeah
2: so it's like I, I I I just live in I live in a, a I don't live in in
3: hey but dude I bet porn have uh sponsor sheets <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, who's, who's, who's a porn chick uh the that 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 <laughs> Asian or the the one of the big boobs, yeah, that one, Andrew, idiot, uh, Mia, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Wow. she gives everybody he goes. Hey, this is how much it is to do me on camera.
2: Oh, uh, hold on. Let's wa- let's let's not drag Pedro through the mud here. Hold on. Okay.
3: Hold on. This is the new there.
4: one. Uh, Hiller
2: hasn't seen this. Let's watch Hiller's uh, reaction. This is a reaction Viller uh, a video with uh, a an- reaction Viller with Andrew Hiller on Pedro Killer on Coffee Pillars and Willers.
4: Fake. CrossFit Games have announced the 2024 location for the CrossFit Games. Fort Worth in Texas will host the gallon hat wearing, belt buckle buckling, cow ass Brandon CrossFit Games on the 5th, no the 8th, no hang on, let me just read their post and it'll make things crystal clear. Mark your calendar and join us the schedule for (laughs) August 8th. 11th, 2024, August 5th, to 11th, 2024. Is that true? Okay, well, that cleared that up, I guess. Small team. There are petitions underway to refrain from calling barbells male and female, and instead to refer to them by their weight. During the Open, there will no longer be prescribed male and female weights, just numbers on a page to pick from. Further to this, benchmarks will now be renamed. No longer the girls, they will be the people. and will be offering athletes a chance to complete Fran or Frank, Annie or Arnie, Grace or Gregory, Linda or Lance. Just so as not to offend anyone. Morning Chalk Up and kettlebells and cocktails continue their rollicking partnership. It's all amazing and it's immune from criticism because they have a focus on charity. That means that you're not allowed to criticise it. Because if you criticise, you hate charity. You don't hate charity, do you? Then you like this too. For real news, download the Heat One app. It's the one place where you can get all the sources in one easy and accessible app. Plus, there's a fantasy game coming up for Rogue. Fake
3: News oh no P- pedro you 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 did wrong you gotta come after heat one as well you can't hate on you can't not hate you can't hit on every single person and then just say, oh but here's the heat one app you gotta also dig in a little bit. There's I'm something sure. to dig in on i think I think didn't he leave off uh he left something out the other day he could have left that 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 would have been easy that was an easy one
4: God,
2: fucking Pedro. What what's going on with his account? Is he killing it now?
3: His YouTube channel has been getting a lot more traction.
2: His fucking nine thousand followers. He's gonna fucking pass me up on Instagram. Look at this shit.
3: Stuff like that is gonna go a long way. I agree.
2: Uh, what the? Uh, hey, is is he the only one doing that? And that, that he's the only one in the space doing stuff like that, right?
3: Yep. Yeah, that's pretty
2: good. Um. Yeah. yeah it's good it's great and good compliments from people you know the other meme guys too uh wooly and fluffy duck and it looks like everyone's enjoying them
3: he's hitting this stride with that it's really good
2: the barbell yeah. with so many uh, updates and add-ons having been launched fitter app have decided to create a program to help coaches to get the most of their services they're paying for and to bring the best possible packages for their clients fast track is a 14-day program
3: I don't even know what that is. Is this
2: somehow related with um, Taylor?
3: Picture of him. Oh, totally. I I know Peter does Taylor's programming, I believe. I I, I know, I believe. No, this isn't Peter. This is Barbell Spin. Yeah, but it's written by Peter. How do you know that? So right there in gray. Oh. 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 I call him Pedro around here. And Alexis goes, who's Pedro?
2: Yeah. Who the fuck's Peter? I still don't understand this post at all. Why doesn't it say SMTP or anything like that on it?
3: Because I think it's for the app. And I also think that Pedro has his podcast sponsored by Fitter.
2: I fucking pulled this up to learn something about my boy Taylor.
3: What do you need to know about Taylor? I'll tell you.
2: I don't know. No one ever clouds me. Hey, did you watch this? J.R. Howell?
3: I was just about to pull that up. On his channel. Can I do that? Sure. I only ask because you're already doing something.
2: What the fuck's uh, he talking about? What, what's he talking about
3: uh, to JR about? 2.8 thousand views. He yeah, pulls more could... than Dallin. He pulls more than Bailey Martin. He pulls more than Adrian Bosman. JR oh, that... Howell.
2: That's crazy.
3: Pulls. JR Howell in five days has pulled more views than, let's see. Uh, not not seven. He has not pulled more than seven, not yet. But he's approaching Matt O'Keefe. He's done more than Baz, Matt Torres, Edibor. more than Torres. That's fucking crazy. So I, I'm I'm that far through it right now. It's good. That's probably why too. It's good.
2: There is something worth seeing here. Crash Crucible. I wanted to save this for the um. Oh. oh, I kind of wanted to save this for the uh, update show.
3: You, you can do that or we can talk about it here and there. Okay, fine.
2: Let's look at, look
3: at here we go. So this year from a programming standpoint, I guess it's not 100% me. Um, something I wanted to do was to show people that you could take other people's workouts, pay homage to them, show some respect, but then also put twists on them and making them your own taking them from different years, taking some from regionals, taking some from previous CrossFit games, and put them all together to make one weekend-long, well-rounded test.
2: Dude, I am so fucking excited. So they they started releasing the workouts?
3: I don't know how many of these got up, but they're awesome. 2023, the retour is fueled by rain. Team...
5: One is 2021 Games Event 11 Rebag.
2: Oh.
4: Event one is for time, and teams will translate into same-sex pairs, with pair one completing 80 med ball GHD sit-ups, while pair two completes 40 alternating sandbag over the yoke. When both pairs are finished, they will switch. Immediately after, teams will complete 20 pegboard
2: ascents who shot this? Oh, that Rick Jones. God, this is beautiful. One fuck, athlete working
5: beautiful. while the other three perform a static wormhole. Once the pegboard ascents
4: have been completed, teams will return with pair two completing 80 med ball GHD sit-ups and pair one completing 40 alternating sandbag over the yoke. When both pairs finish...
2: Is that his voice too? Is that Rick's voice?
3: Sounds like it. There's a workout... And I think he put up a clip just to, to show people, but I saw Colton practicing it because of this clip. It's a handstand walk movement that's never been done before. Scroll a little bit. We'll see if I can find it. Uh, da, 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 da. Is this, whose page is this? Is this JR's or is this Crash Crucible? Crash. Uh, go to Crash Crucible's Instagram. Oh, good.
2: I recognize this is the girl that um, her and her husband train uh, famous Murillo.
3: Train. Yeah. Marilla, she's got a YouTube channel. They've got a YouTube channel. Did they? They did a response to my Tia Tumi Natty or not? I don't think they liked it, but I like them.
2: I like them too. Um. Uh. Sorry. uh, Where am I going to J R? Go to
3: Crash Crucibles page.
2: Oh, that is it.
3: Oh, this is it. Then I. Oh, interesting. I don't know where the freaking thing is. Then it's it's a handstand walk, and it's. Oh, right there, middle, next to Taylor. Oh, oh shit! Look at this thing. Nice, good call.
2: Was that a ramp, or is that, or were so those- that's a ramp?
3: And then there's these things, and I forgot what he's calling them. What are they called? But wow! Look at it. So they got to go up and over that, and like that's never been done before. But it's so simple, and what he, he's, he's never never been done
2: before. That's never been done. That last Yeah, where you,
3: where, you got, where you got to go up and over. So those things in the middle, you got to step over them.
2: Oh, yeah, the logs. Okay, so you, so yeah, you
3: okay, can't okay. just walk typically. You've got to kind of step your hands over those. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And he wrote up there, 4'9", because people are going to say whatever they're going to say about having short arms and taller people not having to step as far. But oh, and that 4'9". Nine. Nine. There's no excuse. That yeah. six, four, nine. That's Yeah, that's almost a legal midget.
2: Wow, that is fucking short.
3: Crazy, right? I think yeah, I saw practicing she, this too.
2: She doesn't look four nine to me. Oh, like, I guess she's I like think, five eight.
3: I think he called them moguls. So those are oh, moguls, like you know. moguls. Yeah, and you got to go up and over them.
2: Oh, that's cool. Hey, that's like for probably five or ten thousand dollars worth of pads
3: right there. Yes. <laughs> You well, in that- the past, they've like, I wish it was bullshit. It's not. Go ahead, dude. On handstand walk courses in the past, the games they have to walk around those things. So they did the handstand walk double under workout. I don't know what game, twenty nineteen or something like that. But they had them standing upright. They had to go around. And I think JR said that's where he actually picked those up. All the the handstand walk obstacle stuff, and rather than having them upright and weaving between them, they're going over them. I just think it's so cool. It and cool. now that I think about it, because it's the retor, it's probably the workout that he's mimicking from the games that year.
2: Hey, look at um, look at uh, Adrian Bosman uh, commented.
3: What do you say? Fire! Oh, dude, that's cool. Um, imagine uh, like a hundred feet for time, and it's just straight up moguls. That'd be tough. Oh, oh, or, or like a 50 cal assault bike into a hundred feet. Um, if there are going to be moguls
2: to, to, to be fair, I'd like to see a longer straightaway so that it doesn't take away from people who are fast like Daniel Brannon and uh, who's the, in a uh, cold gray shaper to where they should still be allowed to showcase their, their strength.
4: Like hurdles hurdles on a track,
2: there's still a place to run fast.
3: Okay, you're right. Good. I was about to come after you, but that was good. (laughs) I like that.
2: (laughs) Debbie, uh, who are you talking to in the 2011 behind the scenes when you said Haley, Haley Gum, Haley Gum?
3: Yes, man. I need you to remember 12 years ago, one specific moment of time in the hundreds of thousands of hours of footage that you put out. Uh, Send me a clip. Time clip me the clip.
2: Uh, to Tyler Watkins, how many people eat in Mid-Mogul? Well, here's another thing. What if you do eat it, uh, Mr. Watkins, from the Heat One app, and all the moguls move around? Like, if you fall on the moguls and they all fucking just, like,
3: disperse? I think he took a nail gun to the floor, so they're all just stuck. Okay. Yeah, he, he doesn't let people chew gum in his gym because he doesn't want it in the turf, but he took a nail gun to the turf.
2: Yeah, that's smart
3: you ever seen gum in turf?
2: No, it sounds
3: gross. Oh, dude. It does not come out. Dude, Have there you ever been you ever seen a dog in a gym. I- oh, this is Black. Say that again. You ever seen a dog in a gym and it pisses on the turf because it thinks it's oh. crap? Oh,
2: my God. You've seen that?
3: Yeah. I've seen a lot of crap in gyms, dude.
2: What's Hannah Black? Hey, when I,
3: I was at Joe's place yesterday, and it's the first time I'd been in in a in a class for a while, just you know, hanging out and feeling it out. Yeah, it was cool. His gym is immaculate. Joe Nels.
2: I hope he fucking kills it with that video series, dude. I do too. I need. I, I want to hear more. Com- I wanted to actually hear more of the conversation with him and the dude in the meat section. I do like how short the video is, but <laughs> I really,
3: really what? Say it again. I, I, I got I have a lot of footage, so I'm gonna make a video, and it, it'll show longer form. Someone in my you, comments, You were section, there when he, he talked that. Are- yeah, no, 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 not meat section, dude. I oh. have someone else. He he, uh, he has okay. some other people who he's converting. Okay. Like, and by convert, I mean he's approached them, said, "Hey, CrossFit, hey, come on in." They come on in, not convert to CrossFit. You know.
2: I didn't sleep yeah. one wink last night. I got some new peptides that I've never tried before. I told you about it, and I put uh, and I fasted yesterday, and I didn't eat all day yesterday. And then right before I went to bed, I shot them into my stomach, and um, I didn't sleep a wink. I will I will not do that again. I, I didn't. I had no idea there were peptides that could keep you awake.
3: Did you look into that at all? No, I you haven't. haven't told me which you are out. the other two you're using.
2: I stayed awake the whole night, dude. You
5: know your, eye head, man. Dude, Sleep on your head,
2: Just focusing on my breath. I mean, I had some crazy great trips, but fuck, dude. Are you I, sure
3: it was a peptide you shot?
2: And then and then around 4 15 in the morning, I'm like, yeah, I'm fucked for tomorrow. Oh, look, Andrew, I told you. I told you what. Did that happen to you?
5: She
2: oh shit. Her,
3: oh peptide.
2: shit. Oh shit. Oh shit.
3: Well, the, hey, you're talking to the peptide queen over there. I don't know who's taking more, you or her
2: oh shit
3: dude she's flying through her rehab but i think that the peptides have a lot to do with it
2: my son's what? flying through his fucking rehab too i can't believe how, how good he's moving
3: yeah but she's not using peptides though no he's six he's yeah no, no dude he's six he's a beast
2: yeah i i, I took four yesterday before i went to bed i'm so i'm doing this thing alexis I don't know if Hiller told you, but I'm doing this thing where I'm only going to eat every other day for the next 20 days and I'm going to take the peptides every other day on the days that I'm fasting because I've heard that peptides work better on an empty stomach and I heard that they work better when you're sleeping. Fuck that.
3: (laughs) So Uh, I didn't the CJC, that one you actually probably should take before bed and uh-huh. i just don't know what the hell you, other things you're doing
2: i'll send you the list of shit i'm taking there's no fucking way i'm taking them before bed again there's that was fucking uh-huh. that way. i didn't hate it but i was i couldn't enjoy even being awake because i kept thinking about the podcast thank god it was you and hunter this morning i'm a wreck
3: are you being dramatic did you really not sleep at all or is it no, like none, none, none. you no. just stayed uh, awake i
2: probably slept for maybe 1 hour in the beginning but i was literally up uh, no i slept for 1 hour max why don't you get up and go do something else? Because I enjoy lying down. Okay, I'm old. I just I enjoyed just can lying meditate down. instead. It's kind of like yeah. Sleep. I did. I just focused on my on my breath and and did energy body and it was cool. Who's on tomorrow? Oh, Blair Morrison owns five affiliates. Holy
3: shit, Blair's on. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's the, uh, the Blair and Ben NorCal Classic. Yeah. Hey, the video I made. Did you see it, the NorCal Classic one where I talked to- I did. I watched
2: the whole thing, 33 minutes, 33 minutes. Did,
3: did that one drag? Um, like, I'm okay if it did. The
2: only and, person I would have made shorter would have been Sweeney.
3: Yeah, and I know – yeah.
2: Not a dig at him. It's just – it's that first interview with him is long. But I was in the gym working out, so I enjoy, I enjoyed the whole thing. I was glad you were there the whole 30 minutes with me.
3: I thought that the conversation flowed all right, but I knew it would be too long. However, I thought there might also be people out there who are interested in it and wanted to hear the whole thing. And I wasn't going to make a whole video on it.
2: Yeah, that's fair enough. I, I didn't I didn't hate it. I wasn't like, well, this is fucking stupid. Adam Blakesley. maybe you were dreaming you were awake. How would you know? That's a great point because my eyes aren't burning at all. Kenneth Delap, 1999. I know I got to go to the skate park. Anything you want to say to the, to the, the people?
3: The, the- um, what I want to say is That video had 12 minutes of retention Which is pretty good Oh, That's awesome is- So they made it through Sean On average <laughs> um, that's Also that's why I put the chapters in So I don't know if you noticed on that video There's chapters So if you really wanted to skip through Sweeney I gave you the option to get to what was next
2: um,
3: Sorry shit Sorry, shit, what? Um, So, guys, if it ever happens again, there's this thing on here. These little chapters. See? Intro. Gar Garcia. Sean Sweeney. And, yeah, that's a big bar right there. But you're more than welcome to click on what's next. And then there's just all those little other sections. Uh, Trust me. I knew that that one made a drag. Drug. Been it was good. it was good um thanks david david we'd liked it oh wow wow
2: that means it's good to go thumbs up from david right david's kind of the uh the gold star the that's that's like the highest level if he likes something
3: it's like in third grade when you do something really good you get a gold star yeah or on wadify when you pr you get a gold star
2: Alright. Um, okay. Bye. Thank you. I'll call you later. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having right. me. Guys, thank you so much. I've been uh, uh, in my off time thinking about how cool it is, what a great crew it is of people we have <clears throat> in the comments who follow the show. What a fucking awesome group of people you are. What an eclectic group, fun, honest. Uh, I, I feel like it's like this This shows has brought together a lot of people who just want to uh, better their lives and um. Yeah, it's cool. There's a lot. There's a lot of. Uh, there's something going on, and I and I appreciate it. I'm feeling uh, uh romantic and emotional about it.
3: All right, it's the peptides.
2: Maybe. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs>